fly. Girls be looking like they be fly. I pick to the beat, walking down the street and my new the freak, yeah. This is how I roll, animal print pants out of control. It's red food with the big ass fro, and like Bruce Lee, I got the clout, yeah. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I, I, I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I, I, I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. Sexy and I know it. Trying to tan my cheeks. What? This is how I roll. Come on, ladies, it's time to go. We headed to the bar, baby. Don't be nervous. No shoes, no shirt, and I still get service. Watch. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. Sexy and I know it. shenanigans off straight fire says wait what I, I i'm first to get some ass and it's friday gotta love it there you go straight fire douglas says happy friday ass family hangtown jen says happy friday ass family young harm says happy friday ass sassy pammy 
The home wrecking show record says, happy Friday morning. Hangtown Jen says, yeah, wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah, this is how I roll. Good for you. Yes, figured you'd like that on a Friday. Braddy Kid is in the house. Braddy Kid, I hope that you have a spectacular day. Butterfly NYC says, good morning, Arnie. Happy Friday. Good morning and happy Friday, ass family. Yes. How about that? Douglas is wiggling. Butterfly is dancing. Kale says, good morning to the masses of asses. And Dave Co says, good morning. I am ready. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to start off the show with a video that I will be posting. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Share now to your uh, story. Did I share it right? Share now. I guess. Oh, wait. Share to a group. Here we go. The Arnie State Show super fans. I am posting this right now on there. It looks like a fight at a local Walgreens or something. Nope. Got to get. Okay. So there's a, a blonde lady who's wearing a dress that's inappropriate to wear out in public. Wedges. She's got blonde, greenish hair, and she's been accused of stealing from what looks like the Rite Aid or the CVS. Okay. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Good God almighty. One of the hand carts. You know the little hand baskets? She just whacked her head on head with it. Good God. She's going back for more. Oh, here she comes, the <laughs> silent little assassin with the handbasket. Employee, employee trying to get the goods back from the tall blonde at the door. Oh, she kicked it out of the way. Put this stuff back and you can leave. As it continues, she's trying to leave. Workers are not allowing her to leave. We know. Oh, oh my God, the basket again. Oh, more basket. Oh, we've taken down the hair gel. Oh, good God, the blonde woman's wig has come off. Good God Almighty, I've never seen such mayhem inside of CBS. This is insane. She is raining down punches left and right. Oh, we got a vagina shot. Oh, wait, she's wearing underwear. That's not a vagina shot. Oh, my God. Leg scissors are everywhere. Oh, there's some MMA hammer punches. Oh, we got some titties hanging out. Oh, dear God in heaven. Whoa, this beauty supply store has been just assassinated, decimated. The lady in wedges. Get your wig. Don't, don't, don't forget your wig. Oh, my God. Whew. That was a fascinating video. That That's good shit right there. That's how we get this thing started on a Friday, with a slobber knocker at fucking Joanne's makeup. Uh, illegally blonde. Stealing is illegal. We need that news reporter sound clip. Oh, where is she? Where is, oh, where is this dumb gal? Oh. There we go. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Yes, Michael, back to yes, you. Yes, I know. That, that's shocking. Uh, by the way, we, we do have some, 
I, I want to do this. Ladies and gentlemen. It's not really breaking news. Amtrak has crashed again. I know, right? It happened in Baltimore. A fire breaks out underneath the rail car. I mean, you can set your clock by how much Amtrak crashes. By the way, this happens just in the same nick of time that Joe Biden's $2 trillion spending proposal to revive the U.S. economy would include $10 billion a year for rail systems, and two-thirds of that goes to, that's right, you guessed it, Amtrak. You know, I I wish I could make all this up. I, I, I really, really do. When you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office, but, you but did. a vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? Well, you, you, you usually threw a syringe. Uh, I put a new Joe Biden on here. We went for oh, two this reasons. This was his announcement. We, we have the story coming up, and I'll, I'll save it for then. Uh, I hate this administration. And some people want high-speed rail across country. Yeah, fuck that shit. That's why I'm doing these stories. Look, look, I, I know that other countries have done it, and they do it the right way. We aren't going to do it the right way. I mean, fuck. Look, how many times does the same patch of road get repaired wherever you are? Every single summer. It's the same patch of road. They always get repaired. Why can't we build it right the first fucking time? I mean, that's the thing that, that gets me the most. If only Arnie could be the announcer for all street fights. Oh, I didn't see that one come. I mean, yesterday when I watched that street fight, when that gra- gal ga- grabbed the hand basket and whacked her in the head with it, that was amazing. And then I saw the wig fall off. I was like, yeah, this is definitely going to start the show tomorrow. Yeah. But, yes, once again, in this story, it proves it perfectly. Amtrak cannot, I mean, it, at least three or four derailments a year. And they want us to do high speed? Uh, I'll stick with the airplanes. They, I, 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 think, I, I think I'm good there. I'll, I'll just stick with that. Now, there was something, oh, oh, I want to play this. I found this this morning, and this was so genius. I don't know when this ran on CNN, but it did. And this guy, the, the, the guy who's being interviewed, the, the older-sounding guy, he is the founder of the Weather Channel. So this guy is a scientist, so here you go. This is awesome. Mr. Kenny is not a scientist. I am. He's the CEO. John Coleman, the founder of the Weather Channel. Okay, that's who this is. Of the Weather Channel now. I was the founder of the Weather Channel, not the co-founder. And I'm glad you did, because I am addicted to the Weather Channel. I watch a lot of cable. (laughs) That's the CNN guy. That's now, the hold host. on just a minute. I'm not done. And he shuts him and down. CNN has taken a very strong position on global warming that is that it is a consensus. Well, there is no consensus in science. Science isn't a vote. Science is about facts. And if you get down to the hard, cold facts, uh, there's no question about it. Climate change is not happening. There is no significant man-made global warming now. There hasn't been any in the past, and there's no reason to expect any in the future. There's a whole lot of baloney 
And uh, yes, it is. Has, it has become a big political point of the Democratic Party and part of their platform. And I regret it's become political instead of scientific. But the science is on my side. I don't think we're going to come to a conclusion about the topic right here. What I do wonder well, I though is when not, you see you wouldn't the... allow it to happen on CNN. But I'm happy well, that we, I got on the air and got a chance to talk to your, uh, to your viewers. Hello, everybody. What there I do, is no global warming. What I do wonder <laughs> is when you see the government, when you see NASA, when you see other institutions say that 97% of climate scientists agree, do you think they're making it up? I, I, what I don't understand is how you well, square that. Well, that's a manipulated that. figure, and let me explain it to you. Uh, the the uh, government puts out about $2.5 billion directly for climate research every year. It only gives that money to scientists who will produce scientific results that support the global warming hypothesis of the Democrat Party of position. So they don't have any choice. If you're going to get the money, you've got to support their position. Therefore, 97% of the scientific reports published support global warming. Why? Because those are the ones the government pays for, and that's where the money is. It's real simple, but that doesn't mean it's right. That doesn't make it true. That only makes it bought and paid for. The money goes in circles. I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to try to refute you well, on that's the, facts. the truth. So I'll simply so say that please that's stand the back from this from this issue and let the two sides be on the air. I'm going to get in trouble. Kenny's not a scientist. Yeah, go I, ahead. But I pretend that you didn't answer you. How great is that? How great was that right there? That one of those assholes on CNN gets shut down by this old guy who's not having anything to do with it. He's like, yeah, uh, mm, uh, no. Um, does the CEO of WebMD get to give medical advice like an actual doctor? If he was an actual doctor, I would say yes, but you're absolutely right. Once again, once again, this is, this is, where they don't tell you the truth in things. I'll tell you the truth. If I know the truth, I will tell you the truth. I'm not saying he isn't spot on, but I just got a kick out of who it was coming from. Oh, look, look, I don't know. Look, look, I I honestly, I don't know. And I've gotten to the point where I don't even give a fuck anymore about global warming. I, I, I don't care. It's not going to affect me. And I don't have children. So sorry for your children and their children. Sorry about that. I don't care. It has zero effect on me, and I, I, I'm done with it. Look, if you want to spend your time recycling, going out and doing all these causes, look, I think it's terrible to litter. I don't think that our oceans should have fucking mounds and mounds of plastic of it, but this is a, this is a twofold argument for me. The reason why I don't care is, A, one, um, it doesn't affect me, and it won't affect me. It just won't. The way it affects me is through my pocketbook now when I have to pay extra for recycling fees. That's the part that sucks. That does affect me, and I hate it. Here's the other part, and this one's kind of my main idea about the whole thing. Once again, I, I've already done the math on this show. We are, at, we, we are what, one-eighth the size of India and China combined, one-eighth of that. And they're not doing anything. Now, I know they're working on this clean energy thing, and they have the sun that's 20 million times hotter than the sun, and they're working on this, and I'm terrified of that. 
Um, but hey, if they get that working great, it's still going to be dirty as shit over in China. Yeah, they 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 eat bats for the love of God. Uh, Brian Steitzer is a giant penis. Yeah, that's who he shut down. That Brian Steitzer guy. Oh, I hate that fucking guy too. Douglas, he agrees. Douglas, do you have a club membership? I need to log in, but don't want to pay. <laughs> oh man, see that that that's the thing though. Look, it, it, and and I'm not. This is once again. This is once again. I I love this, and and this is what we should talk about, like with our friends and things like this. When we don't like something, unless we come out and go, how can you like that? That'd be like saying, how can you like Bill Cosby? Just say it for an example. There are people that still like Bill Cosby. Now, if they, if I knew them and they liked Bill Cosby, I'd be like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, I'm not going to go see him in concert. Well, I don't want to support him because I think what he did was wrong. Well, he was, he, he was, all the charges were dropped. Well, that doesn't mean he didn't do it, though. In your heart of hearts, you think he did it? See, this is where, this is where when we have differing opinions, it doesn't mean we need to fight one another. It means we have different opinions. I don't know when that jumped the shark. Like, if you don't like something, like, if, they, if you don't like one of the Avengers movies, man, Marvel fans will want to fucking cancel you. How dare you not like that fucking movie? I didn't like it. Now, I'm not saying I didn't like the Avengers movies, because I did. Dinosaurs died from global warming, and the caveman caused the melting of the last ice age. Oh, man. Oh, God almighty. Yeah, I want to find that video. Are you looking for that? Oh, oh. That was on TikTok. That one wasn't on Facebook. That was on TikTok. Is there a way that I can share? Uh, I think you have to have uh, uh, that CNN or TikTok. I, I don't know how to do all that stuff. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um. There you go. Now, like I said, we haven't officially started started the show yet. Let's see, got Amtrak, got that, got that. Uh, hmm. Yeah, okay, I guess we can now start the show. Fine. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, actually, no, 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 we can't. Can't, 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 can't. We got two more things here. Uh, first thing. First thing, congratulations. Congratulations going out to... Zayala Avant Garden, the 2021 Scripps National Spelling Bee Champion. Woo! Man, oh man, there is nothing, nothing like the, the Scripps Spelling Bee finalist. Holy shit, the one kid who has an American name is from the Bahamas. His name is Roy. Right, where the where I, I look, man. I want to see filter by state finalist, finalist type. I want a finalist, all finalists. I want to know who's in there. Eighteenth round, spellers advancing. How about fifteenth round? We got Zali Avant Garde, Shatrila Thumala. Oh man, that's American. Uh, Bahavana Madini. Okay, there we go. We're, we're starting to get some names. There's Roy. 
Woo! He's at the uh, the school of the Ministry of Education. He's taking on Bavahana, Zalia, Vivanasha, Truv, and Shaitra. All these Amer I mean, those right there, red, white, and blue, except that Roy. I expect these kids to probably be eating hot dogs, shooting off fireworks on the 4th of July. Oh, my lucky stars. <laughs> no, they, no, no. These are all fucking dots, not feathers. Oh, the final word she had to spell was finger blast. Is there a word? Let's see. Maria, Maria, M-U-R-R-A-Y-A, Maria. I I know a guy named Darren Murray, uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine. There it is. I can use that in sentence. My friend, uh, I know a guy named Darren Murray, a friend of mine. There you go. Let's see. Let let let's see what what other words we got in here. I can use this. Uh, knee royal oil, knee royal oil, knee royal oil. Uh, nah, it's royal oil. That that is ro- oh, that's oil for the wealthy. No, that's royal oil. Nah, royal oil. Yeah, that's how N E R O L I. Oh, neroli, ro, 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 neroli oil. Oh, that's something you use in cooking. You, that, that's what Pam is made out of, neroli oil, yeah. Retine, R-E-T-E-N-E. These are kind of some fucking easy words for these damn kids. I mean, fucking little Arnie could have done this one. Depreter, depreter. That, 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 that's a kid that has a speech impediment. Saying that's Peter. The Preter. Concertal. Concertal. Sounds like something religious. Yeah, well, we got to do it. We got to go to the concertal. Wash away our sins. All right, so there you go. What's her name? Zyla Avant Guard. Dash. Do you have to put dashes in the words in the spelling bee? I'm just, I, I, I don't know. I hate that thing. Why is that? On, it, and it's on ABC or ESPN. Oh, my lucky stars. The Negro. So bad. So bad. You think one of the white kids last night was? I don't know if you've noticed, but there certainly are a lot of Negroes in sports. Yeah. You shut your mouth, you white honky. Okay, all right, starting the show yet? Uh, no, 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 no. Actually, uh, we have a real quick email that was sent. Uh, we got to do this real quick. Just, it, it's not a help one. It's just a real quick email. Uh, and all emails are brought to you by JS Floors. Uh, they are the best flooring store in the West. Do you know what the rest do? What they do is they go to trash compactors and, and, and recycling bins and, and dumps. And they find all the wood there, and that's where they put your floors in. They take your the, the wood for your floors comes from the dump at other places. 
not JS Floors. If JS Floors had the time, they would chop the wood down themselves. But they don't have that time. Why? They're busy working on your floors. So give them a call at 775-267-4123. This is from Frank. It, oh, wait. And, uh... All right, scumbag, pay attention. Just one. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? <laughs> Sounds like a new Pokemon. <laughs> Half those new words are. Um, hey, Arnie, I love your show, especially when Tommy is on and you talk wrestling. Uh, can you post the Walgreens fight? I did. I, I posted on the Superfans page. Is it not there? Hold on a second now. Uh, do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's, oh, yeah, it, it's right on there. It's under uh, Angel Anne Marie, only on the north side, it says. There it is. Uh, uh, especially when you have Tommy on and you talk wrestling. Tommy was supposed to be on this week, but stuff got mixed up, so hopefully next week Tommy's going to be on. Have you done a celebrity-ass death match of managers of wrestling yet? Mm. Keep up the great work, Frank. No, I haven't. <laughs> Concertal is something Bill Cosby doesn't get. Concertal is consent for insertion. Uh, I don't know how it's spelled. <laughs> a flower's a daughter. Give me some Concertal. Give me some Concertal so I can put it on my pee-pee and then put it in your pudding pop. Frank, uh, yeah, I could do a manager's list. Uh, today we got potheads, famous potheads. This was Young Harm's idea, and he's the guy behind all the amazing artwork that you see online. So uh, today we are doing uh, the Mount Rushmore of potheads. And then Adam J. Adam J. had one. He was listening this week, and, and, and no, I think he listens all the time, but he was able to log in. And he said, porn stars. A Mount Rushmore of porn stars. <laughs> v. Coop says to prove his mental fitness, Biden will enter the spelling bee next year and rig it like the election. I don't think we can do potheads. They forget to show up. Oh, that's why we're doing it. That's why we're doing it. Um, yeah, we got potheads today. I think we're going to do porn stars on Monday. I still got country music stars, lead singers. I, I got all, but I love y'all's suggestions. It was Dave Coe who came up with SNL reoccurring characters this week, and then Young Harm today. So, yeah, whenever you guys have great ideas, I'll use them. Okay, so now can we finally start the show? Yes, Finally. And we could finally play this damn sound effect that I worked on this morning. Joe Biden changes the end of the U.S. combat mission in Afghanistan from September 11th to August 31st. He says, in this context, speed is safety. The United States did what we went to do in Afghanistan to get the terrorists who attacked us on 9-11. Well, this is what he said. And this... 
I have not done anything to this except edit the very beginning and the very end so it could fit. This is all, this is all recorded. We went for two reasons. One, to bring Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. As I said at the time, we went for two reasons. How could I be the president of the United States of America? I I don't know. By the way, if you weren't watching this, you you missed that. I mean, he looks so confused. I, I know that's not saying much. But right there in the middle, I didn't I, I didn't cut it cleanly at the end, and I'm sorry. We went for two reasons. One, to bring Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. What the fuck? What, how, how is it? No, look, man. I understand that, that George W. Bush was dumb strategery. And everybody wants to make fun of Donald Trump because he's got fucking terrible hair and he's orange and he misspelled some words. Or missaid some words. But, but, I mean, what Robin Williams said is so true. We still have great comedy out there. There's always rambling Joe Biden. What the fuck? (laughs) Joe says shit that even people at Tourette's go, no. (laughs) No. What is going on? Joe is like your uncle who's on a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right. (laughs) I'm proud to work with Barack America. He's not a superhero, you idiot. Come here. When FDR was on television, there was no TV back then. Come here, Joe. <laughs> Sit down. I mean, that was like that was like six years ago when that was when he did that. And it's only getting worse. Uh, how much longer can they keep this charade going? I would think that we're going to bring bin Laden to justice. Not everyone believes in hell. Shit, I don't believe in hell. Well, Joe does because he's he's a proud Catholic. From Scranton. You'll be the first one to tell you. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Woo! Douglas, I feel it lasted this long because the current vice president is an b- even bigger joke than the former vice president. <laughs> His eyes were looking especially buggy and tripped out, but don't make direct eye contact for too long. <laughs> They're two blank, dark vortexes. Did he ever give the, the video never gave the second reason. And, and I honestly think he was waiting for applause. I really, I, I honestly think, if you listen to this, right? Hold we on. went for two reasons. One, to. Not there. Stroke. Bring Osama bin Laden to the gates of hell. He pauses right there. That's where I wanted to end it, but I, I, I missed up the. Editing. But he was waiting for applause. He was waiting for that that moment. Joe, that was your job. You're not going to get applause from that. I, I will say this right now. I don't know about you guys. And I've said this ever since it happened. 
Are we sure he still isn't standing at the podium? Gail, I guess uh, at least Biden has an excuse for being a joke. He has dementia. Kamala just laughs like the joker when she gets uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, because she's a fucking, she's a sociopath. I will never forget 9-11. And I know that's a stupid thing to say because nobody will ever forget it. But I won't ever forget it because I was on the air that day and my dad was supposed to be on a plane. And and he was leaving St. Louis, so they had the arch there, and they were, he was flying to Reno, and well, Terrace ain't gonna fuck with Reno because they ain't gonna do eight dollars worth of damage. Uh, I'm kidding, Reno people. Come on, it's at least valued in the hundreds there. Um, but I, I and we stayed on the air. We didn't take any commercial breaks. We watched it happen live, and commented on it, and we were shocked at it, and all this kind of stuff. And I'll never forget when they showed, like, like I didn't get off the air that day until about 1 o'clock, and I went straight home. Went straight home at 1 o'clock and turned the television on because it's the only thing I wanted to see. And for, like, the next week and a half, this is all we did. We did shows on that. One day we were on from 5 in the morning until 5 in the afternoon, just having people call in and talk about this. Um, but I'll never forget an image that I saw on TV that afternoon on 9-11 when I got home. And it showed kids in the streets of the Middle East. I, d- I don't know exactly where it was, if it was Iraq, if it was Iran, or if it was uh, Afghanistan. But they showed, and I'm sure it was all those places. They showed kids dancing in the streets, being excited for, for murdering Americans, innocent Americans. These are people that were just going to their jobs, okay? That night watching, it was a Sunday night baseball game and the Phillies were playing, and they broke in coverage, and they, they and I, I switched over, and that's the night that Barack Obama announced that that Navy SEAL team unit killed Osama bin Laden. And I remember people cheering, people were dancing in the streets, and and I didn't get it. We had lowered ourselves to that level. I I was very proud uh, uh, of the Americans that risked their lives. I was proud to be an American, to say I'm I'm the same I'm from the same country that some guy was able to do that. I was very proud of that. But dancing in the streets. I, I, I got to say that I didn't care for it. And, and I, I went on the air the next day, and I talked about it. And I, I, it was very non it – was, it wasn't a very popular. And people were surprised at me, of all people. But I remember that feeling I had from 9-11, watching the kids dance in the streets. And here we are. And, and by the way, we had way more reason to dance in the streets because we eliminated the world's worst terrorists. But we still look like them, and I didn't care for that. If another 9-11 happened this year, do you think that America would be celebrating? There are a lot of people who are anti-American these days. I think there would be, sadly. Boy, I t- you know what, Douglas? That right there is one of the best questions I've ever seen. I'm not kidding, either. 
Because I don't know. I honestly don't know. I would like to think that 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 is something that would bring the country together. But I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking about the squad members. And we got a story about one of them, I think, today. Um, But this squad, the the AOCs of the world, the the terrorist chick up in Minnesota, Imar Oman, I think they would say that we had it coming. And by the way, by the way, this is the biggest farce that I've ever seen. Um, uh, uh, about all this, this bullshit, this anti-American sentiment, and and nobody likes these people. The, 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 that's what this farce is: is that. These people think that they're going to go far, the Yamar Omans, the AOCs of the world, and they're not. They're fucking cartoons. They're bigger cartoons than George W. Bush with his big, gigantic ears. Honestly, they're bigger cartoons in the long run than Joe Biden having a stroke on the stage. Because they shit, oh, we deserve this. We don't deserve it. The biggest farce out there is the fact that they blew up our Twin Towers because they hated capitalism, okay? This is the farce that I'm tired of. They hate capitalism. They hate capitalism. They, they hate the fact that we have wealthy people in this country. Yes, they have it. They hate it. Then why is it that in Saudi Arabia, and we've already gone through why Saudi hasn't been attacked because, well, they pay our representatives and senators. Saudi Arabia, all the terrorists were from Saudi Arabia. We attacked Iraq. Why? We're afraid of their oil. This farce that they don't, they hate capitalism. These are the same people, the sheiks and the sheikhs. I don't know what the fucking difference is. A sheikh is something that you drink, a, a, a sheik has pointy, you know, round pointy boots and puts the camel clutch on you. But these sheiks and sheikhs, one of them, the son, like the the second in charge of the UAE, every one of his cars is made from solid gold. Solid gold. They have diamond cars there. I just, I, I, I just, I, I, I put my hands up in the air, and I go, I, I really do care, but this is such a lie. Stop saying that we deserve it the way we treat other people. Every country, look, look. If you don't like America, get the fuck out. Until you figure out, when you get out, every country is trying to be like America. That's what you hate. Uh, let's see, uh, especially if Trump was still in office, those anti-American people would be rejoicing and taking it as a personal attack against Trump, not just America as a whole. No, you, you know what? You're absolutely right. 
And this is what would happen now. If an attack were to happen tomorrow or the next day or whenever under this current administration, they would blame the previous administration. That's what they've done. The first, what, 180 days now in office, all they've done is blame the, 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 the last administration. You haven't done anything. The vice president who's been in charge of the fucking the, the migration problem at the southern border. The southern border is not fucking El Paso. And people gave her a fucking pass for that. This is, I guess, why I'm so fucking angry is that not enough people are coming out and going bullshit. I'm tired of the bullshit. When we got called out on the bullshit on the right side, the left side should be called out for the exact same bullshit by the media. But the media is protecting the left, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm plumb sick and tired of it. If we got attacked again, of course it would be Donald Trump's fault. Of course it would be his fault. Come on. He gets out Michael J. Fox drinks ice cream. <laughs> if you say Omar's name in the mirror three times, you explode. Oh, man. Uh. So uh, hopefully all these men and women of our armed forces get home soon and safe. Um, I, I don't know if the mission was complete there. I, I can't think that it was, but I don't know. And And by the way, it's not on any of them. They did their jobs. They, they followed orders, and they did their jobs to a T. So I say thank you to every brave soldier out there that was a part of this. Welcome home. Thank you for your service. That's all you, can, that's all you got to say to them. That's it. Nothing else. Now, are you ready for this? Ask family, we got to get back to the coronavirus because God knows the coronavirus is the most important thing that's happening. Remember, in California, they have now the Epsilons. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I have to get this. The Epsilon <laughs> strain because the Delta strain isn't killing enough people, I guess. Sheik Shack could be a camel burger spot in the Middle East. Shake Shack is fucking delicious, though. Them, 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 them crunchity fries. Oh, those are good. Health and Human Service Secretary Xavier Becerra said Thursday it was, quote, absolutely the government's business to know which Americans haven't been vaccinated yet. They are talking about doing a door-to-door campaign in America and the government wants you to wants to know if you've got the vaccine. How scared are you? Doug says, I love capitalism. I don't have a problem with people being richer than myself. I was able to get uh, arrested at 18 and get a criminal record and still make something of myself. Granted, the record didn't block some opportunities, but the great thing about this country is that I still got a second chance. I have a great job now. I'm not rich, but I own my own home. Well, at least a third of it, at least. 
I live a pretty decent life, working 40 hours a week. I'm not a fan of Jeff Bezos, not because of him being rich, but he has the power to influence our leaders. Amazon has helped a lot of people have a job and provide products delivered to their home. I, I, I have no problems with anybody like Jeff Bezos or or uh, Richard Branson. We got a story about Richard Branson, and, and we, we, we got a lot of questions about Richard Branson coming up today. I have no problems with these rich people at all. None. Hey, man, they worked. They, they busted their ass to make this happen. And, and lucky for them, they hit the big lottery ticket. I don't hate Bill Gates for being rich. I, help, I hate Bill Gates for being a subhuman. If this is the strain that they were talking about a couple of days ago, yeah. And if I refuse to answer, then what? Well, let's see. Uh, oh, here he is. Here's the... How about don't knock on my door? You're not my parents. You're the government. Make the vaccine available and let people be free to choose. Why is that concept so hard for the left? Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs tweeting, it's none of the government's business knowing who has or hasn't been vaccinated. Joining me now is Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra, who is helping in this effort to get Americans vaccinated. Uh, Sir, thank you so much for being with us. I I wonder if you can answer that criticism. It's none of the government's business knowing who has or hasn't been vaccinated. What do you say? Brianna, uh, perhaps uh, we should point out that the federal government has had to spend trillions of dollars to try to keep Americans alive during this pandemic. So That's your job. absolutely the gov- government's business. It is taxpayers' business if we have to continue to spend money to try to keep people from contracting COVID. And, That's your and job. Reopen the economy. And so it is our business to try to make sure Americans can prosper, Americans can freely no, associate. No, 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 we hope you do, because if you haven't been vaccinated, we can help. help. Yeah, I, I have to stop right there, because that just made me sick to my stomach. This is somebody who actually works in the United States government, the Health and Human Services Director, the Director of Health for America. The government's one job is to protect us. They came up with a vaccine to protect us. They did their job. It's up to us if we want to take it or not. Wow. Wow. Uh, can you just lie and say yes? Or are they going to check proof or perform a test and confirm your back? I don't know. Uh, I'm in the military, and they cannot ask if you've been vaccinated, even though they are inventing ways to try. They coop, they'll find a way. Why is the government acting like they don't have access to people's medical records? Yep. Act Brian says, they've been sending me messages for months asking me to come get to my home. My issue that I see is the next step is removing our children from custody and vaccinating them. Who knows? I mean, I mean, this is a far reach of the government. If they start doing door-to-doors, you ever seen them old movies? And the farmers, whenever they see a census taker, they get their guns out to shoot the census taker. I never understood that because I wasn't old enough. I guess if they found out you had more people living on your land, then you got taxed more. Okay. The, these door-to-door people, they're going to be the new census takers. Oh, I, I, I will say this right now. The number of assaults, it, crime rates will jump if you start coming door-to-door in America. Just saying. 
Uh, no, they don't have any of that. They could have stayed the fuck out of the way. AOB, if they come after my son, have to get through me. They will not be shooting an experimental vaccine, my son, over my dead body. Good. Play that clip again. I heard something that really scared me. Okay, uh, let's see. Go back Americans there. alive during this. Perhaps uh, we should point out that the federal government has had to spend trillions of dollars to try to keep Americans that, alive during this Was that this the pandemic. part? The government spent trillions of dollars? Who's the United States government? We are! The United States government makes all their money off of us. We are paying them. They don't have a product. It's not like the United States government is knitting flags like old Betsy Ross. It's... The government spent all this money. We spent it. Fuckhole. Is that the part? Oh, come on. It's had to spend trillions of dollars to try to keep Americans alive during this pandemic. So it is absolutely the government's business. It is taxpayers' business Mm. if we have to continue to spend money to try to keep people from contracting COVID and helping reopen the economy. And so it is our business to try to make sure Americans can prosper, Americans can freely associate. And knocking on a door has never been against the law. You don't have to answer, but we hope you do, because if you haven't been vaccinated, we can help help dispel some of those rumors that you've heard and hopefully get you vaccinated. There are experts. Listen, we hear pleas from President Biden. I, I, I don't want to listen to any more of that. That, that, that. Yeah, they should start in Chicago. Kale says they spent trillions of dollars on this vaccine, and because they paid for our health care, they, they have the responsibility over my health? No. Almost like we had government health care, they would control our health. Maybe the fucking death panels would actually happen. Oh, Kale. Kale. Oh, wait, hold on. Let, let, I need to write that. Death panels? Come on. And if you don't believe it's true, okay. I, I, I have... I have proof where there's pudding. I know that's not the phrase. I was just thinking of pudding. Uh, Let's see. I'm just saying if someone comes to my home, knocks and rings the bell without looking at the sign and says, don't, I'm going to become livid. I'll spend 30 minutes calming my fucking dogs down. Javier Becerra is from California. Shocking. Uh, If you enter private property, knock on that door. It is illegal dipshit. Yeah, isn't that trespassing? Going back to death panels, let, let, let's go back to this, this health care idea. Look, I saw through the health care just like a lot of other people did. If the government was in charge of your health care, all you got to do is go back and look at Obamacare, the first, the first run of Obamacare. There were instances where if you didn't follow doctor's orders, they could report you to the authorities. Saying, this is all true. This is all 100%. I'm not making this up. This isn't George Orwell. All you have to do is do the research. Meaning, if a doctor told you to stop smoking and you didn't, he could report you to the police or the government to force you to stop. Hey, I, I'm, I'm just saying the way it was written. And they're like, well, I don't know about that. 
And as far as death panel goes, that is the only way to keep government health care working. You see, if the government takes care of health care, that means doctor wages go way down. All right? Because the government's going to pay them. The government's going to pay the lowest bidding contracts. Of course, that's what the government does. So instead of getting a CAT scan like you might need, they'll say, oh, you just have a bad headache. You might have hit your head on something. Here's some aspirin. Two days later, you dropped dead of an aneurysm. And the reason why they didn't give you a CAT scan is because it was too expensive. That's what the death panels are. And they'll look at you. Like, let, let's say that your grandma breaks her hip at 69, 70, 72 years old. The death panels could say, well, we're not going to give her an artificial hip because that's too expensive because she's not going to be around long enough. That's what they say. That's why you do not want government health care. Uh, no wonder that name sounded familiar. I think he's from the L.A. area, yeah. They're opening up D.C. Capitol Police offices starting in California, then other places. Why are they doing this? Sounds a little brown shirt to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a look. Look, everybody that wants, I love all the fucking liberals in 2016. The Nazis are here. The Nazis are here. Did the Nazis, didn't the Nazis collect guns? Isn't that what the left's trying to do? Showing up door to door to see your papers? Doesn't that sound a little Nazi-esque? And by the way, uh, I, I, I do want to do this, and I, I, I feel no shame at all doing this one here. As long as I can find it. Oh, that doesn't belong there. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. What the shit is going on here? There? No, that ain't it. Is that it? There you go. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. I did. I did. I said if this guy wins the election, all this shit is going to happen. I told you. No solicitation allowed in my building. I'll be pissed at the doorman who let him in. <laughs> there goes their Christmas present. What do you have against brown shirts? I got a bunch of brown shirts because I think they look nice to me. Yes, the Nazis did arrive, but they call themselves Democrats or progressives. Amen to that. All right, so we got that, that idiot out of the way. Now another fucking idiot in the healthcare world, Donald Dare. What, what's his name? Doctor Anthony Fauci. Can this guy just fuck off, please? He says that not getting a COVID nineteen vaccine is a political statement, and calls on Americans objecting to shots to get over themselves amid the rise of the Indian. Delta variant. You know what it's you know what it smells like. It smells like somebody who's getting paid 
by the amount of people that get vaccinated. Dr. Fauci was one of the first people to come out and say this is not a political thing because it wasn't. It's never been a political thing. Or, it, well, I, I take that back. Their side has said it's never been a political thing. We have known that this is this whole thing, this whole sketchy bullshit, and we did the math yesterday, where less than point, I think it is point zero, maybe five, that's five-tenths of a percent. That's not even one percent. That's five-tenths of one whole percent of the world's population has died due to the horrible and dreaded coronavirus. I know, I know, that's a little too loud. There we go, that's much better. I can live with that one. Um, yeah, he need, we need to get over ourselves. Holy shit, the fucking propaganda. He commented on uh, the COVID vaccine during an MSNBC interview, a leftist interview. He said, not getting a vaccine is a political statement and told unvaccinated Americans to get over themselves. You know what? I'm just going to say it right now. I'm not throwing this challenge out there. Anthony Fauci, if I ever see you in public, you better fucking run. Because Sucker Punch has your name written all over it. I want to beat the piss out of this guy. Smells like bullshit, penguin bullshit, king penguin bullshit. Arnie, have you ever seen the Greasy Strangler to get the reference? I have not. I have not seen that, but I I get what you're saying. Fauci then defended Biden's plan to go door to door. By the way, how old is Joe Biden where he thinks that door to door is new technology? Well, uh, can we can we get can we get some riders on horseback to go around the country? Jesus, Joe, are you in your seventies or are you in your like fucking thirteen seventies? Go door to door, and it's his plan, and he's fucking he is proud of it. Hmm. Now, come on. Oh, my God, I'm browsing Twitter, and they have the Teletubbies page saying they're vaccinated and showing their their cards. Absolutely. Hey, that's propaganda. You want want your kids to get that? Your kids are going to go, oh, I want what the Teletubbies have. I don't even know if Teletubbies is even a thing anymore. Joe still used the Pony Express. I mean... Look, you've got this asshole Fauci on TV being the the douche nozzle that he fucking is. I mean, I'm looking at a map of the... the, Missouri is the only state that has any kind of... And it's barely green. Everything else is like a pale yellow. Oh, here we go. Here's Dr. This is not complicated. We're not asking anybody to make any political statement one way or another. We're saying try and save your life and that of your family and that of the community. It's, you know, we have so many things, as you said, so many diseases 
that I deal with that don't have solutions. It's very frustrating. You don't have a treatment. Yeah, they, they don't have solutions because doctors like you are working on them. Fuck, if we had half the shit that they have over in India in the fucking UAE. Oh, just shut up, asshole. God damn him. Now they want to jab people a third time. Well, it, it, it but stop this third time shit. A month and a half ago, we started hearing about the third jab. Then, about three weeks ago, out of nowhere, they said if you got the Pfizer or the Moderna shot, you're good for life. And then I hear it here, and I heard it once again this morning in passing, and I wasn't, I hadn't been, I hadn't gotten worked up yet. But now, once again, this is like two weeks ago, they said the, the, the Pfizer and the Moderna shot lasts forever. Now we got to get another shot? They have no clue. No clue. People have asked me, you know, and, and they'll, They've sent me, like, letters and, and, and emails. And they just say, please don't read this on the air. We just wondered. And I'll, I'll, I'll return their emails. I'll, I'll, I'll say, yeah. Arnie, are you worried that you got vaccinated? No, I'm not worried at all. I, I, I'm not worried at all. I, I got the shot. And why did I get the shot? So I could have the fucking little card to show people. That's why I got the shot. Okay? Look, if I turn into a vampire in, in six months, so be it. Okay? I got it because I told you they were going to start asking for papers, and they have, and a lot of places have shot it down, but it's still going to get reworked, and that's why they're working so hard on this Delta variant, now the Epsilon variant. I mean, the state of California in L.A., L.A. County says uh, they're going to mandate masks inside for even vaccinated people. That reminds me of when it was a 900 number to call Santa. My brother called. My parents didn't get upset with him. They were upset with the company advertising to kids, right? A exactly. Go to link. Okay, Associated Press here. Pfizer says it plans to seek U.S. regulars for a third COVID vaccine dose. <laughs> oh, that is so great. They don't even know what it does. Thank you so much, Addict O'Brien, for that. Literally, it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That this Pfizer thing was going to be good for the rest of your life. The mass media campaign for vaccination from celebrities from every walk of life, every fucking newscaster and every major company made me think it's just any uh, uh, apolitical movie. The shit we used to see is made up for entertainment. Now they use us to meld us into conformity. It's surreal. And look, I, I never told anybody to get their vaccinations, did I? I, I? I'm not one of these vaccination guys, and it took me a while to even tell. To, I didn't tell you guys until I was flat out asked. And then I told you. It ain't my business if you get vaccinated. I, I, I don't care. I want you to live, and I think that you have a better shot at living even if you don't get the vaccine. But will you be really, truly living if you can't go into places without showing your fucking papers? It, it, it is ridiculous. The, the world we live in right now is the most ridiculous place I've ever seen. 
and it's only getting worse. Still curious why homeless people haven't been dropping dead from the Rona? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? You know why? I'll tell you why. I bet you homeless people have the strongest immune systems known to mankind. Why? Because they're out in it all the time. Your body, see, this is the thing that these doctors, they used to tell you this, but now they don't tell you this shit anymore. Your body is such an amazing machine that once something is introduced to it it's that's not good for your body, your body will fight it off so much, un- uh, unless it's too strong to fight off and you need drugs then, but it'll fight it off and build up an immunity on its own. A lot of these fucking... You know, people that get you get sick outside, you, you grow immunities to that. Well, that's why they haven't died, because not one of them's gotten the coronavirus. Because, by the way, the coronavirus is a cold. Yes, I'll say it again. And yes, now I say it with even more contempt, that it is only a common cold. And if you disagree with me, we can sit down and have a wonderful conversation. I'm seriously concerned about my niece and nephew getting their second shot next week. I have read about teenagers dying after their shots. I know it's rare chance, but I'm worried. I get it, Douglas. Hey, nothing wrong with that. You're being a good uncle there. But it's up to their mom and dad. And, and, and look, I, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, it's almost like they have some type of especially protein from the Rona. They have been putting the homeless in hotels in New York, and I doubt they have been vaccinated to stay in those hotels altogether. Uh, Are you saying that the cure to COVID and the end of pandemic around the world everywhere should become home? No, no, no. This is why what, what we should do is we should excrete the DNA of homeless or, or whatever, their immune systems. Excrete it, and then you take two of those, and you're a fucking immune to everything. You don't have to become homeless. The worst thing in the world to ever happen to kids, do you want to know what it is? No, it's not Jared Fogle. No. It's not any fucking kid touchers. This is the worst thing to ever happen to children. Antibacterial soap. The absolute worst. You want your kids to eat dirt. You want your kids to to fucking get a scab on a dirty concrete ground. Because otherwise, you're going to raise a kid that's like the, the character of Mr. Glass in those M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movies. And yes, I've seen the preview for his new movie, Old, and it looks fucking stupid. And it's PG-13. Fuck that. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting your kid to be clean when they go to church or when they go to school. You don't want them to be the stanky kid at school, right? You bathe them, obviously. These parents that get this antibacterial and scrub their kids like they're going to fucking perform surgery. Kids need those germs. We need those germs. We need germs to live. Oh, gosh. And the worst part is... Is that the dial antibacterial soap, the big orange one? That's one of my favorite ones because it smells good. It smells like soap. 
Smells the way soap is supposed to smell. Mm. By the way, uh, Tokyo, (laughs) once again, I asked this question. I asked this question to all my friends in Tokyo. No. You know what? No. You deserve it now. You totally deserve it. Just stop. Okay. The Tokyo Games. Jesus Christ. Are we done, children? The Tokyo Games will be held without spectators. <laughs> the announcement was made yesterday. No chance of USA. No chance of anything. Oh, God, are the Olympics going to suck now? The only thing to look forward to the Olympics are athletes cursing. Antibacterial soap is only for when you eat shit and have a huge gash filled with dirt and gravel. That's when you break out the good shit. I agree. Now, this morning, they're talking about a booster shot. This is Linda like a fucking flu. Look. I, isn't it amazing? No, it, and get to get back to that question, am I worried that, no, I'm not worried about it at all. I'm not worried about it at all. If it happens, it happens. It, it, it means it's my time to go. I have this really, really peaceful thought about death, as long as it's not painful. Uh, I don't fear it. I mean, it, it's just a, a, the natural part of life. I, I don't want it to happen, like, tomorrow. But if it does, it does. There's nothing I can do about it. So, look, look. They, these people that are so worried that want to rush their kids to clean their kids, good. You do all that shit, but stay away from my kids. Because those kids, those kids that you, you scrub clean every single day, those are the kids that are allergic to everything. Those are the kids that are not fun to have around ever. And then they become nerds as an adult. Do you want to raise a nerd? And not one of the good nerds that's, like, really smart and makes a lot of money. This is one of those nerdy kids that just doesn't do anything. He's going to be living with you till he's 37, 38 years old. I have yet to tell you about the neighbor across the way. Is Mika out? All right, so so I live in Rockwall, Texas now. And something weird happened last week. I met a neighbor. I know. Isn't it crazy? I, I was getting the trash cans in. And this fellow who lives, uh, he doesn't live directly across the street from me. He, he's across and one over. Next door to my across the street neighbors, who I don't know either. But they park their RV in the street and they're fucking assholes for it. And by the way, the neighbors to our right don't know them either. But they got like 14 cars. Um. So I'm looking at his house right now because, well, may- maybe he's listening because I told him about the show. I met him one day, right? I met him outside. Super nice guy. 
super duper nice guy. And uh, nice house. They live in a nice, beautiful house, almost as nice as ours. But hey, no, I think it's actually bigger. Might be the same floor plan. I don't know. I can't really tell. Um, but it, it, he introduced himself. I'm like, oh, I'm Arnie, blah, 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 you know, da, da, da. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm the son. And I'm like, okay. And, and like, like, he's the 32-year-old live-in son. And from what I understand, he's married. So it's mom and dad and then son and daughter. This is, this is the new generation. This is, this is it. This is what you have to look forward to. You parents have 15-year-olds that you're not sure what you want to do with them. That's what happens. I'm not saying he's a super nice guy, very respectful. But, hey, you know, you're going to live with mom and dad? Okay. But, that, that see, and here's the thing. He kind of he told me that like I was going to fucking hammer him. This is the world we live in now. This is the new norm. This this is the new normal. Mm. With no spectators, I wonder how much money the Tokyo Games will lose. No one will be buying merch or any other money-making things that will boost the local economy during the moment. No. Well, and, and okay, let, let's think about that. Think about how much penny money people have lost. Depending on where you buy your tickets, I know this firsthand. Let's say that you didn't go to the, I don't know, I, I wouldn't even know where to start to buy Olympic tickets. I would Google Olympic tickets, and I'm sure they would take me to a third-party vendor. And the third-party vendor, of course, is going to mark the tickets up. So you buy tickets. Let's say you buy tickets to the basketball game, the USA basketball team. Well, they're not allowing spectators, so your tickets are null and void. When you try to return those tickets, they'll say, no, sorry, that game happened. And you'll say, yeah, but they weren't allowing spectators. And he goes, well, did the game happen? Yes. Mm. They, they won't have to give you your money back. Third-party vendors made a mint off this. What about hotel rooms? All those hotel rooms in Tokyo now? Empty? You bring up the, the, the local area, the cuisine. Shit to do in Tokyo. All those things that we're planning on millions of dollars coming in. Or yen. I, I don't know what their, their currency is. I, I'm only saying yen because I'm stupid. I'm not trying to make a joke there. But the millions upon millions of, and I'll keep calling it dollars now, that they're missing out on. It begs the question, why have them? Why have them? Is this an NBC forcing them thing? This is a great mystery because why would you have the Olympics without spectators? Do you know why the Olympic Games were started? Way, way, way back in old Greece? Because the world is at war at the time. 
And this was a time for peace. The games were a time for peace for people from all over the world to come to the games and celebrate with each other in peace for 10 days. And then they went back to their part of the world and they continued warring. But the Olympics are for the spectators. And it wasn't until that, that wacky that wacky German fellow Joseph Goebbels got involved and they started running a torch around German countrysides. Oh, yeah, it was a Nazi soldier who was doing that, but no biggie. We still do that one today. Uh, that's an early start to a crappy sex life as a married couple living with your parents, huh? <laughs> right? Kale says bragging rights. Uh to have the Olympic, I mean, you could just do them next year. What well, what would be the problem with twenty twenty two? They got winter games next year. We'll have them have them at the same time this time. This is dumb. I, I, I'm going on the record. Arnie States is on the record right here, right now. Yeah, the, the the Olympics are for boomers. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I don't watch them. I, my, but but you know what? My dad was actually a little bit before a boomer. But yeah, that age group totally they love that shit. The Olympics for me are just kind of eh. I mean, it was cool when the Dream Team was in there. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And it, like, if you hear a story leading up to the games, and you can watch something that's cool, then yeah. The 1980 Olympic team, that, look, yeah, I, I will never, ever get that feeling back for the Olympics. That was amazing. But, yeah, we ain't going to get none of that. So. so, fuck you, Olympics. And, by the way, the reason why I'm making a big deal about it is because that's why Yellowstone isn't on right now. All the NBC-owned properties, oh, don't put on your shows in the summer. We don't want to compete with the Olympics. Well, not to worry, because the Olympics ain't going to compete with nobody, because ain't nobody going to watch that shit. All right. We have bad optics and then really bad optics. These are some of the worst optics I've ever seen. After a $5.1 million book deal, Governor Andrew Cuomo calls the pandemic, quote, a tremendous personal benefit. I can't explain it, but I love the Olympics. I like, I'm not sporty. I really only pay attention to the Yankees. But come Olympic time, you'll catch me fully engrossed in curling or table tennis. Fuck it, I'll watch it all and cheer the whole time. A great day, Jen, watching synchronized swimming while <laughs> eating cupcakes. Oh, that's funny. It is. It's one of those things. Either you get the Olympics or you don't. A tremendous personal benefit. <laughs> In a speech to his fellow governors, he was... Uh, he told them to have a new credibility. Very few people were going through what we went through, and we went through it together. 
Speaking for myself, it was a tremendous personal benefit. You are, th- this guy is the biggest piece of shit. And that's saying something in today's political climate, isn't it? To say this guy is the worst. I mean, that's saying something. He's worse than Gavin Newsom. He murdered fucking tens of thousands of elderly people in New York. And then brags about tremendous personal benefit. I have to ask this question. How is this guy still upright on earth? But Butterfly, can I ask you a question about your governor? Do people in New York like your governor? Was he, like, loved going into the pandemic, and this has all just been kind of, you know, now people are falling out of love with him? I mean, how come they haven't, like, burned down the governor's mansion? Yeah. Oh, look, that, that, Kale, bravo for picking that out. When you say something like that, it makes it sound like you locked your ass down because he knew he would gain from it. That statement, in my opinion, is an impeachable material. It should be. That or the, the murdering of tens of thousands of fucking elderly people during the COVID thing. That would be another reason for impeachment. So what you're saying is he's being honest for a change. Yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. That's a great way to look at it. Uh, I sent you a story on Cuomo now that we're on talk. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. Check on your grandparents. There's a killer loose. James Wood crushes Cuomo for saying he'll treat gun violence like he did COVID. James Wood, who's outspoken conservative, blah, blah, blah. New York Democrat governor, uh, we know how to deal with an epidemic. We want to say we will want to deal with the gun violence just like we did with the COVID. What, so you're going to kill old people now? You're going to shoot old people? Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you so much for sending me that, Douglas. See, I got the other stories. Uh, our taxis, new ride share, frustrated barrier. Uh, I, got, I got a couple of these stories. So, yeah. Thank you, Douglas. You're the man. Only Democrats, the only reason he was elected because the D in front of his name. I... <sighs> got to be it i mean I, that's just it's it's horrible it's horrible By, oh i haven't told you my jokes today my tiktok jokes uh all right what do you call a black dentist a doctor you fucking racist jesus i thought you people would get that one by now uh why don't blind people skydive this is an oldie it scares the shit out of their dogs And what do Ellen DeGeneres and bums, homeless people, have in common? Neither cook because they like eating out. There you go. Uh, By the way, way, tomorrow, I've already come up with tomorrow's jokes. I've got them for tomorrow. 
Yikes. All right, let's see. Kevin Costner's band playing there. I don't care. Granger Smith. Oh, that guy's terrible. Nobody wants to see that shit. All right. Take me to the damn inbox, idiot. Uh, all right. Steve Scalise. I don't want to read about him. Nope. Yeah, the deal with the art. Yeah. I do want to talk about this story. And then we'll, uh, we'll we'll do this story, and then we'll get into uh, the second largest defense contractor goes woke. White, straight Christian men must identify your privilege, participate in reparations, decolonize your bookshelf. The second largest defense contractor in America is imposing an anti-racism program using critical race theory, arguing that white or straight or Christian men should identify your privilege, participate in reparations, and decolonize your bookshelf. Ravion Technologies implemented a program titled Stronger Together. Can I point something out really fast? And I might yell, so I'm going to turn my mic down just a little bit, so I'm going to yell. Um, um, this statement that they've uttered by themselves is every ist there is out there. When you single out a group of people based on the color of their skin, that's racist. If you do it by the plumbing that God gave them, that is sexist. And and by the way, by the way, if you identify as a Christian and you have to be punished for that, that's against your First Amendment right. Do you not see? This is racism. If you're a white, Christian, straight male, they're sexist. They're sexist on both counts. Christian, Jesus Christ, literally, and white. I can't wait for this day. And, and I, I'm going to say this day might happen in my lifetime. Pretty soon it's going to be illegal to say you're white. Have you read about the church arson in Canada? No, I haven't. I haven't seen that. I guess the prime minister cares more about offensive tweets than arson. Probably. Because God forbid, you know, people in Canada have mean tweets between each other. I got to say that when you hear stories like this, I, you can't believe it, but it's, it's true and it's happening. 
Uh, all right, here you go. Is this the CEO? Really political indoctrination program, teaching employees to judge each other on the basis of race, asking employees actually to identify one another on the basis of race during conversations. They provided specific rules for white employees, how to speak to black employees. Uh, and they even said that employees should reject the principle of equality and in favor equality of outcomes, which is a synonym for socialism, maybe communism. Uh, and it's really astonishing because this is one of the largest corporations in the world. It manufactures key defense armaments, and yet it has been captured by this woke ideology that seems to be now the dominant force, not only in education and in government, uh, but also in business. Uh, I'm exposing it, uh, and all Americans should be deeply concerned about what I've found. We're always happy to talk to you. I, I'll just be honest with you. In your place, I will try to, to book the little girl, the Vietnamese girl, Napalm girl. Nothing will stop me from vacation. Hold on a second. No canceling. I want you to remember what that company is talking about. That's the guy who's trying to fight it. And this right here. As we mentioned, today is, of course, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's a day to honor Dr. King's legacy and not just acknowledge. Go. I don't want to hear. I want to hear reckoning. Damn it. And just 12 days. Now more than ever, we need be transformed. The heat of the state. I'll find it. I promise. Sixty-three. I have a dream that one day, even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice. Sweltering with the heat of oppression, be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Bam! Now, by the way, this Ravion company is ran by a white guy. Just want to point that out. Um, this is my favorite thing about society. A and do you want to know why? Even with all this wokeness, There still seems to be a rift between black people and white people. Oh, it's not because of Southerners like me. No, it's not because of the jokes that we tell. Do you know what it is? I think black people are, are tired of being told how oppressed they are by white people. I think black people already know. I don't think that they need this white guilt going on. They don't like the fact that, that Whitey is doing to other white people what they did to black people so many years ago. They're holding them down for being white. That's not what Martin Luther King Jr. wanted. These guilty white people have been around for so long. The Rooney rule in the NFL. Totally guilty. 
hiring somebody based on the color of their skin or what their plumbing is, that is totally guilty. You hire the best person for the job. That's the way I would have my business run. But my business wouldn't run in America anymore because I have to fill quotas, unlike what Dr. Martin Luther King wanted. And these quotas were all set up by white people. Yeah, why do you think they assassinated Dr. King and Malcolm X? They both spoke truth about liberals. Yes. He may be white, but he isn't a Christian and definitely a liberal. I don't like telling people that they are less than others based on race. Douglas and yet white liberals have been telling us minorities how less we are. I sit through their bullshit, but unfortunately, there are way too many minorities that don't. Dave Coe says, I have a different theory. What's your theory, Dave Coe? Yes, Douglas, you're absolutely, this is the thing. Sometimes women are more qualified for the jobs. I'm not going to make a sexist remark here. I want to, but we're having a serious discussion. Oh, believe me, I'll make one. But if that female is the right candidate for the job, then give her the job. Not because she's a female, because she's qualified. And you know what? Let me change the word. Because, not she's, because the applicant is qualified. If I had a company, I would not see color or plumbing. I could hear it probably in their voice. And I don't care if you're gay, if you're trans. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. If you come in and you pass with flying colors, my interview of you and what you plan on getting done at your job, I'll hire you. I I don't give a fuck if you got a bone through the nose. You won't be representing the company when we go out. Sorry, you got a job, but you ain't got that job. I wonder if black people will let white white fight for them all the way to uh, the top. Then they will stomp those that help them. It's human nature. It is. It's like the scorpion and the frog, yeah. But that's, look, that, that's the way with every, and, and I know you're using white and black, but this is any, any group that has been held down. Once they start to get power, the first thing they do is try to hold somebody down. It, it always happens. It works in cycles. That's human nature right there. Curly, I'm sure you have a token white person helping you get on Mixler. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But th- that's the problem that we live in now is that we came up with all these fucking stupid and, and by the way, the racist and sexist fucking laws and rules that we came up with. And it was all done by these guilty people. I'm sorry that in the 50s, in the 40s and the 50s, men had jobs because men were allowed to go to school and women weren't in a lot of cases. Women did go to school, but they were limited on what they could do because that was the country then. See, this is the thing that I I wish that this, this younger generation could get over 
is the fact that there was a world in place and it was it was functioning at a very high level before they were loads in their daddy's fucking sacks. Okay, there was a world. Now, I'm not saying that that world did everything right at all. But what happens in 100 years when 100 years from now we find out that things that we're doing now were the worst things ever? I always use owning pets. Now, granted, in 100 years, none of us are going to be here to even fucking care. But will people be canceled in 100 years for owning pets? Because, and I'm not comparing black people to animals, but they look at it like slavery. I know it's not the same at all. I know. I'm just saying it's the optics. I'm trying to make a level comparison here on two things that are completely not level. It's so maddening. It's so maddening that these people are around and people are getting canceled left and right. And I I, I just, I don't understand it. I'm glad I don't have to work in the real world. This would anger me to no end. And by the way, just stop. But stop feeling guilty. Get over it. You didn't do anything. Oh, I did have this. Oh, I forgot all about this. I found this, I think, this morning. Yeah. This is not good. This is bad. Now, they're saying they're doing this all tongue-in-cheek. Oh, it's just a funny song. That's all. The San Francisco Gay Men's Choir is facing backlash after trying to uh, give children a gay agenda. Now, I had the video, I thought, of them singing. Uh, Is this their bit? No. Oh, yeah, here you go. It, it says in the song, we're coming for your children. We'll convert your children happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco, warn about San Francisco, make them wear pleated pants. We don't care. Oh, man. Oh, please let me have this video. Where is the damn video? Is this the video? No, that's Dear Chorus Family. No, that's not the video of it. Where's the damn video? Is this the video? This ain't going to be the video. If your dog shakes their head. No, I don't want that. I want the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. San Francisco Gay Men's Choir. Chorus. There we go. Right-wing cranks flip out over hilarious gay men's chorus song about teaching kids about gayness. Okay. 
Here we go. As we celebrate pride on the progress we've made over these past years, there's still work to be done. So to those of you out there who are still working against equal rights, we have a message for you. You think we're sinful? You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. But you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco, warn about San Francisco. Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. At first I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your- <sighs> You didn't think you were going to get any backlash for that? Really? How come semen only alters men's vocal cords? That's gay. Um, well, look, it's happened with animals in the circus or zoos. It's not too far-fetched. I know. That's why I bring it up. And you said, speaking of zoos, do you see how they're going to get COVID vaccine to zoo? Yeah, that's just stupid. I have a pretty wicked sense of humor, but gay men joking about coming for your children with gay agenda is such a bad move. No one in the group spoke up and said, this is too far, or just a, 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 a rouge gay singer. No, no, no. This was the San Francisco Men's Gay Chorus. This is an actual group. Now, it, now I, I'm not going to go that far, Addict to Brian, because I'll read what you said. Uh, I don't know how much truth there is into this, but some of those guys' names and ran them through the sex offenders registry and found some are on there. Now, now let, 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 let's talk about that. Okay. Of course, because they're gay. They're going to be on there. Plenty of straight guys. And I know you're not saying that, Actor Brian. I, I, I appreciate this. But if somebody were to hear that and go, oh, they're all child molesters. Well, there's that. There's that. You can get on that list for a myriad of reasons, and they're all bad. They're, you did something wrong to end up on that list. By the way, if you're on that list, I wouldn't be singing a song like this. Uh, I personally thought it was funny. Look, I get it. I get it, but this is where I don't find it funny. What if I decided to, to start the Rockwall Men's Chorus? And said that we were coming for gay, or for gays' kids. You know how they let same-sex couples adopt children? How about we do a funny song? Would that be allowed? Oh, the answer is no. The answer is definitely no. Now, look, I, I get why they did it. Look, I, I understand. I understand that these... These men are fed up. Hey, sorry. By the way, I, I like in the very first part of that, I'd like to know wh what rights you've had taken from you. 
can anybody really quick, and I'm being honest here. We, we can have a discussion. I'm not trying to be a dick here. What rights have gays, uh, what, what, what rights have been taken away from gay men? I, I, anytime. I'll, I'll sit here quietly. Clean out my teeth while I'm at it. I mean, I'm not going to go on until somebody tells me one of the rights that at least they think that they've lost. <laughs> the ones that are coming for our kids are probably not singing songs about it. No. No, they're playing that song in their van, though, that has free candy written on the side. Yeah, that's the point. If they're on a list, don't participate in the song. With that being said, again, I just saw it on Believe DC Drano's page. So I'm not sure how much of the truth is there. Also, I don't think someone should be on the list for an 18, 91-year-old having sex with or 18 or 19-year-old having sex with a 16 or 17-year-old. Exactly. And these people get on this list all the time. Now, there are weird things that happened in California posed by a, a, a gay state senator there that said 10 years now is not too far. So a 23-year-old can have sex with a 13-year-old. You okay with that? And that was mainly in the same sex group. You okay with that? 10 years? You know what that means, don't you? I was being nice there. Um, um, an 18-year-old and an 8-year-old. That's legal. California. Just sit on that for a second. Just sit on that. That was the state, that was the state law that passed. Forget what it was. And everybody was up in arms about it. I get it. And they were trying to say, well, this is an anti-gay. They, they, they don't want this because it's anti-gay. Because they were picturing a, a 17-year-old and a 27-year-old. Which, by the way, I don't have a problem with that. Wasn't homosexual Ill, homosexuality illegal? So they actually gained rights? There are a lot of things that were in the books that were Illegal. Anal sex was illegal in a lot of states. Oral sex is illegal in a lot of states. I think in Michigan, it's illegal to walk a dog, a dog, uh, walk a duck on a leash across the street after 10 p.m. Do you have the right to have sex in this country? Is that in the Constitution? Is that in the Bill of Rights? No, I'm, I'm asking a stupid question, I know. But is sex guaranteed to you? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If sex ends up in the happiness thing, well, then you can pursue it. You can try to have sex. But it's not guaranteed. Pretty smart way to write that, huh? The pursuit of happiness. 
Nobody's rights are infringed. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of everybody running, oh, this is against my rights, this is against my rights. Learn what the fucking rights are. Stop having stupid arguments. Stop trying to sm- sound smarter than you are. You have, a, you have a stuttering fucking podcast host that's about a billion times smarter than you, and I graduated from public high school. I think that you do a right to pursue sex with a consenting adult. To pursue it, yes. Sex, though, is not guaranteed. Just saying. If you want to get to the nitty-gritty of it, and that is the nitty-gritty of it, and that's not fun. I don't like getting that nitty-gritty of shit, but that's what it is. And all these people, oh, my God, they, they infringed on my rights. No, they didn't. No, no, they didn't. All right, let's have some fun, shall we? Yeah, I mean, we've been we've been talking serious too long. Let's do it, shall we? Come on, baby. It is time for celebrity. That's right. That's right. Young Harm came up with this idea. Who is the Mount Rushmore of potheads? This was a tough one to come up with, but we came up with it, and we will find out who is there now. Let's get it on. All right, our first matchup. Oh, man. You know, it's kind of hard being him or Snoop D-O-double-G when you're from the LB and you're trying to just chill out. Snoop Dogg taking on, all right, all right, all right. The man they're talking about could be governor of Texas. Ain't no way. Matthew McConaughey. So, ask family, I ask you in the Battle of Stoners, Snoop Dogg versus Matthew McConaughey, who you got? Look at that. The dog pound. Yippee-o, yippee Moves on. Beats the never governor of Texas. Next matchup. Oh, man. This first guy, look, he's notorious. If you think weed, you have to think this guy. Ladies and gentlemen, I get, and I hate reggae music. I got to say, I just don't like it. Bob Marley taking on a guy who made a movie called How High, part of the Wu-Tang Clan. I give you Method Man. Bob Marley versus Method Man. Ask family who you got. 
<laughs> we, we, we can stop this fight now? Okay, good. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a no-brainer. Bob Marley moves on. Mon. Yeah, just not a big fan of reggae. Okay, this other, now this guy is a guy who I'm not really a big fan of his music. He's a known pothead, though. The leader of the Grateful Dead, the one and only, Jerry Garcia. Taking on a California pothead that has now become a Texas pothead. I give you the one and only Joe Rogan. Jerry Garcia, Joe Rogan, ass family, who you got? tried to come back. He tried. Joe Rogan would have tried to come back, but he didn't do it. Jerry Garcia moves on. Boy, that was a close one. That one was tight. All right. Final matchup. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the pride of the University of Texas. The last running back to win a Heisman Trophy for my beloved Longhorns. And the man who made pot cool in the NFL, I give you the one and only, Ricky Williams. Take it on. The greatest, the, the best comedian on earth right now, Dave Chappelle. Ricky Williams, Dave Chappelle, ass family. Who you got? <laughs> Rise, even now, you can't vote for a longhorn. Jesus. the winner. Dave Chappelle moves on over Ricky Williams. Jesus. Once again, I don't vote. We know that one would have been different. All right, here we go. To find out who gets etched on to the Mount Rushmore of Potheads, our first matchup. Kind of hard being Snoop Double D, whatever the damn song is. He's token on gin and juice. Snoop Doggy Dog taking on Bob Marleyman. 
Snoop versus Bob Marley ass family. Who ya got? Shizzle my nizzle, says Butterfly. Snoop Dogg is on the Mount Rushmore. Snoop Dogg. The other person that will be etched on will be one of these two. Good God Almighty. We have the one and only leader of the Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia. Taking on Dave Chappelle. Jerry Garcia... Dave Chappelle, ass family, who you got? Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle goes on. Unbelievable. Oh, the Mount Rushmore of potheads. Oh, round two. Man, this crowd clearly hasn't attended a Grateful Dead concert, right? Uh, All right, phone number 775-357-FANS. It is ArnieRadio.com, wherever you can find this show. If you'd like to write me, please write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Where it began, I can't begin to know it. But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Hands Touching hands 
stretching out, touching me, touching you. Like a knife, the boy's no good. Well, I'm 
Back in. Got me. I was just eating a brisket sandwich. Went to Bucky's yesterday. Man, Bucky's. Woo! Bucky's is the biggest gas station you'll ever go to. It's like it's like a gigantic gas refinery and a Walmart all in one. Except no Walmart prices. But they do have a a big old barbecue stand in the middle of the store, and they got a little deli over there and all kinds of stuff, so yeah. Mm. Good shit. Um, this music makes me think of Arnie with a butterfly collar and one of those long, skinny microphones. Uh, the memory of Gene Rayburn. Mm-mm. Is this girl coming of age, or is he saying his skills in the bedroom will make her finally feel like a real, a real woman? Yes. Yes is the answer to that question. That's the best answer I can give. All right. Uh, we will get back to Celebrity Ads Deathmatch in just a little bit. We still have round two to go. But coming on Sunday, now, now look, we got to talk about this. Sunday, Richard Branson, one of the richest men in the world. Richard Branson is, is going to be going up into outer space. The space, space flight will be live streamed starting at uh, 9 a.m. on Sunday. He says, I've wanted to go to space ever since I was a young boy and watched the moon landings. Even though some people say they didn't happen. And those people are what we call stupid. Uh, Sunday space flight will be testing the private astronaut experience. One of the main objectives will be to evaluate the commercial customer cabin with a full crew, including the cabin environment, seat comfort, the weightness experience, the views of Earth that Spaceship delivers in order to ensure every moment of the astronaut's journey maximizes the wonder and awe created by space travel. 
Well, now let me let let's just you know what? I I hate to rain on everybody's parade. You know I do. You know I don't like to rain on everybody's parade, but hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Something ain't right. You remember, you know, somebody had this idea a long, long time ago to venture into the sea. And what did that get us? That got us whales that attack boats, sharks that eat people. That's the sea. It's beautiful. It's three quarters of the world. But hey, it's dangerous as shit, but it's in our world. And now we're flying into outer space. I got to say, bad idea. Bad idea. I, I, you know, and, and I, you hear stories, they don't happen very often, about birds colliding with airplanes. That's the bird saying, you're not welcome in our backyard, man. Hey, that ground area down there that you've all civilized, that's yours. This is ours. Now we're going to got spacemen and women. I don't want to be space-gendered people. I don't know what the fuck they're going to be called. Space thing of choice. I don't know. Now we're going to piss it off because we're in its backyard. Are y'all ready for that? We got these rich gazillionaires who are flying to outer space. Why? Because they can. Because they're bored and they have the money. They have beyond fuck you money. They have fuck your mama money. You know, fuck you money is a, is a lot of money. You can just say fuck you to everybody. You can't say go fuck your mother to everybody. Richard Branson has go fuck your mother money. And so does Jeff Bezos. I don't know. I Look, I, I, I can't even imagine, nor do I want to try to imagine, how much one of these flights would cost. But let, let me ask you, ask them, and, and I'm not judging anybody. If you want to go out in outer space, hey, you go to outer space. Do your thing. Don't ask me and don't buy me a ticket. Now, Jeff Bezos had some mystery auctioneer who, who paid $28 million to fly on his one. So what would be a price that you guys would go, okay. I mean, I mean let's say that they get it down. They figure it out. And, I mean, I haven't even gotten to the part where I think Richard Branson could die this weekend. But um, how much would it – what would it take to get you to fly to space? And let, let's say – and it's, it's only like a 15-minute trip. How much would you be willing to pay? Stinkfist is the only person that, uh, let's see, uh, zero dollars. 
Am I okay with staying on Earth? I'm okay with staying on Earth. Me too. Uh, if Richard got a buy one, get one deal, I'll take the free ticket. They would have to pay me to go. Southwest Air flight. <laughs> no, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm seriously, like, if it was like, all right, I'll throw the number out there for you. If it was $500 a person and you got to fly into outer space for 15 minutes, would you do that? 500 bucks for 15 minutes. First, I'll wait to see the other human space monkeys come back alive. Any long-term effects? 500 bucks? Douglas says, nope. Yeah, just to say I've been to space. Okay. Straight Fire says, sign me up. Derek says, nope. I'm still in no category. And I'm glad. I, I, I like what you said there, EGB3. I like how you phrased it. Just to say you've been. That would be the only reason to do it. Because you can't say, well, I was one of the first. Because by the time it gets down to $500, Millions of people have traveled into outer space by then. I'm not one of those people. I don't mind flying on an airplane. I'll, I'll, I'll take that risk. I think that's pretty safe. The space travel, uh, the rockets, uh, I mean, I, I know way too many NASA jokes. I mean, Christian McAuliffe, not many people knew. Uh, this could have been a hindrance uh, to the whole mission when she was on the Challenger. She had terrible dandruff. Nobody knew that until they found her head on shoulders all over the fucking islands. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm here all week. Try the veal. Look, I, I ain't going to tell rich people what to do with their money and stuff like that because I imagine he gives a lot of money to charity and does all that kind of shit. He wants to waste his money flying into outer space and possibly dying. Good for him. Good for him. But, yeah, if that's me, if I'm Richard Branson, no. Uh-uh. Well, I'll tell you this right now. I've, I've gotten to the point where if I had Richard Branson money, I'd buy me a mountain, okay, on an island somewhere, hopefully. I, I don't give a fuck. But I own a mountain, right? And I build my lair in there, kind of like Dr. Evil. It's in a mountain. There's no cave, though. We, we're going to put a door on there because not everybody's welcome. I'm not going to etch my face into it or anything like that. I'm going to have every modern convenience in there. I'll have cell towers and all kinds of shit. Because I don't need to be a part of the world anymore. I'll get a golf simulator in there. I could play every golf course that I ever wanted. If my friends want to come visit me, they can fly in. I, I'll have a jet that, that flies them in. If I want to go do something, like if I want to like go to WrestleMania, I'll fly to WrestleMania. But I got super-duper money, so that means I fly in. I pretty much land, 
get in the car. They drive me to my front row seat. I watch wrestling. I get in the car. I leave, get on the plane, back to my damn mountain. <clears throat> Certain roller coasters give me a headache from all the rattling when my head is uh, hits the padded beams. I wonder what the G-forces feel like. Don't astronauts train before going to space? Now civilians just go up for leisure? That's the big point that everybody misses. It's not necessarily all the Gs you're pulling to go into space. It's the Gs that you're pulling to come back into, into Earth. And, yes, they, try, they train for, if it's not years, I know it's several months. Hey, look, Sue Callahan from the Ozarks is going into outer space next week. Next week? Huh? And by the way, what if somebody from like, they, they've got to be weight restrictions. I can't go up anytime soon. For that kind of money, I would have WrestleMania come to me. Yeah, I, I like that idea. That's not too bad. Is the logo for Virgin Branson's company a giant raging boner? <laughs> oh, man. And I like how it was a race to go to outer space. Rather than doing all the safety measures and doing everything, it is more important to me that I beat the, the fucking Amazon guy. I bet you Richard Branson never uses Amazon. Yeah, just give me my island. Let me live there. Not even an island, a mountain. See, that way I can project sun and I can control the temperature in my mountain. It can fucking snow on the outside. Where am I going? Everything's delivered to me. The airport's never closed because I take off from the, from, from the mountain mouth. The airport's never closed because I got a wall, you know, no cave wall. Yeah, but I, I definitely wouldn't be going to space. Now, somebody who's going to a, a, a place that is uh, really, really confined on space is a, also known as prison. Do you remember the name Michael Avenatti? Do you remember this guy? This guy was the lawyer. This guy was the lawyer for Stormy Daniels or Stormy Weathers or whatever her fucking porn name was. Who had a, a, a quickie little affair with the president? Remember that? And they're trying to sue and do all this kind of stuff right before the election. Remember all that? Well, Michael Avenatti, since he lost that case, went on to lose every other case that he had, including when he tried to extort from Nike.
He addressed the court during the hearing, saying uh, to stop several times while he fought through tears. At one point, I betrayed my profession. I became driven by the things that don't matter in life. Over the last two years, I have often thought to myself, why did I need this to happen? What lessons am I supposed to learn? Your Honor, I have learned that all the fame, notoriety, and money in the world is meaningless. TV and Twitter mean nothing. Everyone wants to ride in a limo with you, but very few are willing to sit next to you on the bus. Yeah, lawyer was like, well, that's a nice speech and everything. Here's your fucking sentence. You get 30 months in prison, three years supervised release. They were asking for a lot more. They were asking for over 10 years. Judge said that was excessive. He's going to have to spend almost three years in, in, in prison because he demanded Nike hire him to conduct an internal probe for an enormous salary. He extorted them for money, saying, oh, I'll tell everybody that happened in AAU things. Unless you pay me X amount of dollars. And Nike got it on tape. And look, man, it's bad when I root for Nike over somebody. In the case of Nike versus Michael Avenetti, I'm rooting for Nike. That's right. I'm rooting for the slave-driving corporation of Nike over this scumbag. Oh, this is this is glorious. Boy, is he going to get raped a lot in prison. I'm just going to tell you right here, right now. That butthole is not safe. Now, I know I scared you guys earlier with uh, a story about them going door to door, checking on your vaccines. Well, how about you try this one on for size? The United States Military Special Operations Command is teaming up with a lab to try out a new anti-aging pill. The pill would boost levels of a compound called nicotine amide adine it, it's NAD+, plus, which converts food into energy. This could help our body slow uh, neurodegeneration and decrease inflammation. Animal show, uh, studies have shown that boosting levels of NAD+, plus can extend uh, the lifespans of mice and worms and help rejuvenate cells. Clinical trials are expected to start next year, and if successful, a pill could use to delay aging and prevent onset of injury. Now, I got to say, if nothing has ever sounded to me more like Nazi-type Germany, um, I, I don't know what does. So... So, 
They want to come door to door to see your papers. Okay, that's bad. But then they start testing shit out on their own military. Usually they do that with prisoners first. I understand why they don't want to do the anti-aging thing for prisoners. I totally get that. But what you're doing is you're equating... You're, you're kind of equating prisoners in prison to the United States military. Well, we own their bodies, so... But but do you? And Stackard sees he goes, they're trying real hard to make zombies. I mean, it sounds all well and good. Now, oh, it prevents aging. Degeneration of, of your, your neurotoxins and things like that. They use all these big-ass words to try to confuse people like me. Here's the words that I see. The, the military is using experimental drugs on our fucking men and women in, in theater. I don't like it. Does the pill have that carbon sixty buckyball stuff in there? I've heard that anti-aging carbon structure. Uh, I don't know what's in there. I, I I mean honestly, they are they aren't really given the seat. <laughs> this is the, I think you'd have a better chance getting at what the what the herbs and spices are from the colonel than you get this one. Who knows what the fuck is in there? Uh, I, I, I just got to say that I'm totally against this. NAD plus is a coenzyme, which is a non-protein compound that is necessary for enzymes to function. It's involved in energy metabolism, energy production, mainly converting food into energy that use cells. So it sounds like something that's going to speed up your metabolism but, ant- but slow down your aging. I don't know how that works, but hey. I don't know. I, I find it very, very strange. By the way, nobody's talking about it either. <laughs> They're using our military. For, by, by the way, wasn't that what the bad guys were doing in Captain America in the original? That, or that, isn't that how we got the Winter Soldier? Were these, these strange, you know, experiments they were doing on military personnel? God, if we don't learn anything from the movies, God, we are really stupid. I mean, seriously. By the way, all you lovers of uh, music festivals, you got fucked over again. Do you remember the Fry Festival that happened a few years ago? The Fry Festival was one of the greatest things to I, I, I thought ever happened. It was going to be a... Uh, It was going to be one of these festivals that had all these big names. Ja Rule was part of it. 
and went, they went to all these, instead of like advertising, advertising, they went to all these social media influencers. Like, you know, the, the Kardashian's little sister, the Jenner girl. And they went to her and they went to all these other, you know, influencers on Instagram. And they paid them to come down to the island, show how cool it was. And then when fans went down to the music festival, remember they had a fly-in, and, and they were like fucking pop tents you get at Dick's Sporting Goods? Not even the good ones. We're, they, they, you know what? I, I take that back. These are the tents that you, you would get from Kmart. They had them tents up there. They were supposed to have gourmet food the entire time. Yeah, motherfucker had a piece of bread, piece of lettuce, tomato, and cheese on, a, on what looked like bread. And they got sued. There's a big lawsuit. Well, instead of everybody getting over $7,200 each as part of the settlement, thanks to the Fry Festival doing something totally legal, filing for bankruptcy, everybody that was a part of that now gets $280. <laughs> I thought it was fire. Was it was it fire? The fire festival? Am I calling it fry? I'm sorry. The fire festival. Okay, my bad. That is the fancy food in a third world country prison. Oh my god. Oh gosh. This is so funny. Like, I feel bad for everybody that was there, but it was still funny. I mean, if you haven't seen, there, there is a documentary on it. I'm, I'm not sure what it's called. Let's see if they mention it in the story. Oh, there's a piece. Oh, goddamn. That, it's rye bread. There it is. Lettuce, tomato, cheese, bread. Billy McFarlane was the guy who started it all. It may, I, I, I'm trying to look up what the name was on Netflix in case you haven't seen it. It is so worth watching because it was great. Welcome to the fr- – oh, 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 wow. Oh, this is the ad they played for it. Oh, this is fantastic. They sold 8,000 tickets for two weekends. People spent between $1,000 and $12,000 on tickets to the festival. It was canceled on opening day, leaving people stuck on the island with basic amenities. There were people that couldn't get off the island. There were people that were, they, what, what you would call it, there were, there were people all, I mean, it was all fucked up. It was fantastic. It was like one of my favorite stories ever. Is that the name of it on Netflix, Fire Festival? Okay. Cool. What is there's something going on with our damn internet? I don't like it at all. Start it up again. Bloop. Click on there. Wow, let's go to Gmail. I, I mean I wasn't just there. Oh, sad news to report today, kids. Oh. I, I I'm so sad. Oh, there we go. D. 
Dylan Passage, also known as Mr. Joe Exotic's husband. Mr. and Mr. Joe Exotic has broken up with Joe. Going on here in this country. I, I, I don't know, Joe. You're in prison, and he's putting it on his Instagram that he has a new boyfriend named John. He wanted to keep it secret, but says, I've been having a hard time dealing with things happening in my life. And John's been my cock rock. Dylan no longer wants to be married to Joe Exotic. Sources say official divorce work has not still been filed. Joe and I are still on great terms and supportive of each other. We will always be in each other's lives. Going on here in this country. Joe, Joe, Joe. Can nothing go that man's way? Joe, look, like Joe Biden can do one thing. I will be a Joe Biden supporter. I, I will I will don the red, white, and blue for Joe Biden if he allows Joe Exotic to leave, if he pardons Joe Exotic. Just do it. I did. It, it was a Freudian slip there, Stackar. I said, John is my cock. I mean, rock. He's been there for him as this young man goes through so much. His husband's in prison. I saw a tiger, and the tiger saw another man. Oh, Joe, I'm so sorry for you, my friend. Apparently, I reside like 20 minutes from their tiger zoo. I guess I should watch that stupid Tiger King show. You didn't know that arise? Shit, when I came down here last year looking for places to live because I had to escape California, it was right when the lockdown started, and they said you had to quarantine for two weeks. So we, we deboarded in Oklahoma City. And Arise, you got to be honest with me here. Oklahoma City Airport is the worst place to ever fly into. It, that's an airport that was, that was modern in 1950. Today's version of it would have been modern in 1950. We got off the plane there, and we're like, fuck, yeah, we know exactly where we're going. It was an hour and a half away. Had to drive through goddamn Norman, held my breath the entire way, and then pulled in. It was closed because of COVID and everything. But there were a bunch of people out there, and I was taking pictures. Yeah, you got to watch it. That show was awesome, man. Good old Toofy. Man, I miss Toofy. They should give that motherfucker his own show. Joe's, Joe's husband, remember him? Toofy, the terrible tattoos. The god-awful tattoos. Jesus Christ. Joe Exotic had to know his man would leave him. Joe can't supply his men with meth to keep them subservient. <laughs> They're too drugged up to run, right? Hey, man, I, I tell you what, I, I'll give you a tiger if you give me some of that methamphetamine. Motherfucker had probably a lifetime supply of that shit. That that series was so magical. Them eating from the 
the the the trash bin of Walmart. They go through there, and that's how they feed the animals, but also the animal keepers. Ooh, this is pretty fresh. That's not a phrase that you want to hear too often. Ooh, this is pretty fresh. Oh, man. People who start losing their teeth are more likely to develop dementia. Oh, fuck. I knew I was going to get it. Jesus. You gay lord. Why, why am I a gay lord? I don't have any damn teeth. There ain't nothing I can do about that. That's bad genetics. And chewing tobacco and Dr. Pepper. Um, but they say dentures might protect against cognitive decline. Fuck, I got to take these goddamn things out then. I don't want it to protect. How is that possible? Adults with tooth loss have a 1% higher risk of being diagnosed with dementia. Reason for the link remains unclear, but there are several explanations. Missing teeth make chewing difficult, which may cause nutritional deficiencies. Well, there may be a link between gum disease and cognitive decline. All right, well, I just know that I got false teeth now, so I'm good to go. I'm set. Set for life. Thank you. Uh, adults missing teeth were more likely to have cognitive impairment if they did not have dentures compared to who did. The sell-by date is just a suggestion. <laughs> Look, man, I'll tell you the truth. It grosses Braddy Kid out to no end. The other day, I, I, I wanted a sandwich. I was, I was hungry for a sandwich. So I went up to the pantry, got my bread, get a piece of bologna, get a piece of cheese. I want a sandwich. Craving a sandwich. I look down at the bread, and we have no other bread in the house. This is my. This is the only loaf of bread we got in the house. And there's about a thumbprint of mold at the bottom. It's a thumbprint. It's a regular. It's not even an Arnie thumbprint. It's smaller than an Arnie thumbprint. I ripped that shit out. Fucking put my damn mustard and mayo on there. Boom, boom, boom. Ate the sandwich. Good to go. Any updates on Carol Baskins? Uh, she's a bitch. The family of her missing has been hired a very profile attorney to investigate his disappearance before season two. Yeah, do you think she did it? I, uh, I think she knows what happened to her husband. I think it was like a business partner or something. She knew he was going to get, I mean, this is the guy who flew all the time down to like, you know, South America and shit to get tigers. Well, what else was he getting there? I mean, I, I think it's a, a big investigation. I think she knows exactly. I don't think she fed him to a tiger. I mean, that would be the awesome. I think she knows exactly what happened. I'll drink milk up to a week beyond the sell-by date. I don't even usually last that long, though. Douglas says he thinks he did it. Okay, well, I got, I got one for you here. Okay, now, is Braddy Kid listening right now? I, I know she's at work. So, uh, <laughs> she's, gonna, she's not going to be happy about this one. 
Remember that barbecue place I told you guys about that I went the other day? Oaked. All right, so I got brisket there, and I got one of their Wagyu beef ribs. They were It was the greatest beef rib I've ever had. Like, like if you come to me, if you come text and you go, I want great brisket, I'm still going to take you to Hutchins because I think it's better. So, um, I got a lot, and they gave me, like, extra mac and cheese, so I, I had to-go boxes. Well, we put the to-go boxes in the truck behind the passenger seat. I was driving. We get home, go inside. I thought she grabbed them from behind the passenger seat. It was about 10 o'clock that night that I started really, really wanting some of that barbecue. But I didn't have my teeth in, so I couldn't eat it. And the mac and cheese was good. There was nothing great and special about the mac and cheese. But I went out to the refrigerator. I just wanted to get something that I could maybe gum that tasted like barbecue. And I opened the fridge... There was nothing in there. I was like, huh? And I looked around the kitchen, and there's no barbecue in there. I'm like, what the fuck? And like I said, it's 10 o'clock at night. You know, doors are closed. I, I don't want to fuck up Bubba. So uh, I was like, okay, head back to bed back to bed and I think to myself, oh shit, it's still in the truck. Next morning, I, I, I go out to the truck, she's got to go to work, but I get out to the truck, I guess I had to take garbage out or something. Get to the truck. Sure enough, look what's in the back seat. Barbecue. <laughs> Put it in the fridge. About two hours later, I ate that shit. <laughs> Fuck, man, that damn thing was too good. <laughs> Ready, kids, I was like, OMG, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I didn't want to go outside and get it at night because that would open the door and you would have been yelling at me then. You're not going to eat that. It's been outside for four hours. I was like, well, what's another six hours going to do? <laughs> But yes, yes, I did do that. All right, let's get to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, shall we? Let's go ahead and just leave this right now. And go to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch Hothead Audition. Now look, first round, the first round was magical. Snoop Dogg and Dave Chappelle. Made it all the way to the Mount Rushmore. Now it's time to find out who joins them up there and who leads them up there. Let's get it on! All right. Arnie, but did you die? I did not die. I did not die. I've eaten leftovers like that, uh, too. Shit, I ate pizza after being out on the counter for about two days. Yeah, yeah, that's... That right there, that, that, that's standard. 
standard. Uh, all right, first round here. Here we go to see who joins people on Mount Rushmore. First one, the icon of icons when it comes to country music, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Willie Nelson taking on the black and yellow singer. I think that's him. A guy from Pittsburgh, Wiz Khalifa. Willie against Wiz. Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa, ass family. Who you got? God, what a beating. What a beating that was, ladies and gentlemen. Willie Nelson moves on. He will take on the battle of this pothead vixens. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Riri from Rihanna. You know she puff puff passes. Maybe she does that with her homegirl. Miley Cyrus. Rihanna versus Miley Cyrus. Ask families, who you got? Look at that. Look at that. My God. Wow. Miley Cyrus had her way. Wow. Miley Cyrus moves on. All right. Here we go. A battle of funny men. One of them I like. The other I hate. The star of such classic TV shows as Cheers. And movies like White Men Can't Jump. I give you Woody Harrelson. Taking on a guy who likes to repeatedly tell us he smokes weed. Oh, and he's Jewish. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Seth Rogen. Woody Harrelson. Seth Rogen. Ass family. Who ya got?
we have ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one and only Woody Harrelson. I can't stand Seth Rogen. Woody Harrelson's uh, like that—that that is the lesser, lesser of two deaths there. Uh, all right, let's see that, and then we'll do this, and then all right, here we go. Last matchup. Ask family. I heard what you said to me yesterday. I think it was in. Uh, 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 I think it was on social media somewhere. So I have a battle of teams here. The first team that I give you. Ask family, I ask you. Cheech and Chong. That's right, I said it. Cheech and Chong. Taking on. Now, I've got to find this sound effect. I'm, I, I apologize. No, that's not it. All right, so bring death back. Or Joe Biden. No, swears. Drops. There it is. So we got Cheech and Chong against Jay and Silent Bob. Yo, baby, you've your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? From Clerks. Clerks 2. Chasing Amy. All those great movies. They were the biggest potheads then. So Cheech and Chong versus Jay and Silent Bob. Ass family. Who ya got? Shoulder boulder holders. Cheech and Chong move on. All right, here we go. To get to the Mount Rushmore. To get to that pinnacle point, ass family. Here we go. First matchup. I give you the Lord of Country Music himself, Willie Nelson, taking on Miley Cyrus. The world's biggest potheads, Willie Nelson, Miley Cyrus, ass family. Who you got? Ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a winner. And that winner is the one and only Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson is on the Mount Rushmore. Where he will be joined by the likes of this person right here. 
we have in the first category Woody Harrelson. Gigantic, gigantic user of the cannabis. Taking on Cheech and Chong. Woody Harrelson, Cheech and Chong, ass family. Who you got? a winner and it was pretty decisive ladies and gentlemen Cheech and Chong move on so the finals are now set Snoop Dogg Dave Chappelle Willie Nelson and Cheech and Chong will battle it out to see who the face of the Mount Rushmore of potheads will actually be and we will find out in just a few minutes. Times have changed and times are strange. Here I come, but I ain't the same. Mama, I'm coming home Time's gone by, it seems to be You could have been a better friend to me Mama, I'm coming home You took me in and you drove me out Yeah, you had me Told me lies, 
Man, I just saw a story about that dude from American Pickers. 
You know the fella going through the divorce? Not not the heavy set guy. The tall guy, the mouthy guy, guy who likes to chat a lot on that show. So he, he and his wife of nine years are getting divorced, right? He's got like some supermodel girlfriend. What the fuck, man? That motherfucker can't sing. He he looks at he roots through garbage all day. Oh, that's right, he's rich. My bad. My bad. Sorry about that. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll continue. Um, if you are planning a trip to the beach anytime soon, and not just any beach, let's say that you're going to visit my lovely home state of Texas, be careful. Just, just whatever you do, be careful. No, no, no. Not sharks. Nope, nope. There's something worse. Um... The Texas beaches are going through a very, very unsafe time along the Gulf Coast because of feces, feces, feces. Poop, poop mouth. Yeah. Poop out of your mouth. Yeah, you, you would, you would probably end up having poop in your mouth if you did uh, swim in these areas. Uh, fecal matter, sewage, poop, human dung, whatever you want to call it. All over. Mm-hmm. The problem exists and it's bad along the Gulf Coast. Reports that according to an Environmental American report, beaches along Texas Gulf Coast were worse than the national average. By the way, this is all over the Gulf region, Louisiana, Maine, Mississippi. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, where is it? Oh, where is it? Shit, 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 shit. Stop it. Get some help. You're eating poop. Please don't do that. The more you know. There it is. Thank you, Dave Co. I forgot about that. And by the way, by the way, uh, just to point out, it's not just at the beaches. Yeah, uh, lakes, rivers, and pools have the same problem right now. And by the way, this is right now in Texas. It's all over, including those other states and Ohio. What was the other uh, state they mentioned? Ohio. Oh, and Oregon. So there you go. If you think you're going to have a fun time this year, out on the old waterways, oh, we aren't going to listen to Arnie about those doggone critters attacking you. No, just get just get ready for some poop attacks. Yep. Oh God. Oh, I can just imagine how fucking awful that is. Oh, that is so gross to even think about. No way. Who is this? Is this true? This was sent to me this morning. I just now got it. This got me jailed for three days. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is this it? Oh, oh, okay. I confirmed for you yesterday that the Secret Service members who were bit by Biden's dog, were black and Hispanic. 
glorious even his his dog fucking hates all colors that's not white uh sewage leaks or people taking dumps and pissing in the water yes that's where it's coming from i mean look look most of the rivers most rivers people sewage and all that kind of stuff ends up going in there you get people who Louisiana, look, people that want to go in the swamps in Louisiana, more fucking power to you. You wouldn't catch me dead in the waters of Louisiana. Thank you. Happy birthday, uh, Brady Kid. Mic drop. No, no, that was V Coop. V Coop confirmed it. Gave me proof. You, You just said it. You're on the hook for a fucking birthday present. Don't even try. Uh, two of the worst spots were Cole Park Beach and Corpus Christi and uh, Sylvan and Laporte. All right, yeah, neither one of those I ever went to, so there you go. Is this Joe Biden's dog that was put down, the same dog who was biting people of color at the White House? Yes, this was that dog. His dog racist. His dog Adolf. No, this is the one that was, uh, they, he, they, he finally ended up dying or whatever. They put him down. Yeah, it's the same dog that was biting people. Oh, it's so funny. Two McDonald's employees are facing drug charges after a mom in Maine found Suboxone in her daughter's Happy Meal. Why? Man, oh, man. You get a toy surprise, apple slices, chicken nuggets, and a way to beat opioids? Uh, The employee is charged with misdemeanor unlawful possession. And the girl who gave it, who put it in there is felony unlawful trafficking. After reviewing surveillance footage, police believe two packets of the drug fell from her shirt pocket into the box after Grant sold them to him. Neither still work at that McDonald's. Well, that's good. That is good that that McDonald's have fired them over this. (laughs) They don't call it Happy Meal for nothing. Oh, man. Jesus. Good old Suboxone. There you go. We'll clear you up. McDonald's. Just take two Happy Meals and call me in the morning. Uh, All right. Now, there are pieces of shit in our society, and then there are pieces of shit. Like the people that, that, that accidentally dropped Suboxone into a Happy Meal. That, that, that person's a piece of shit. But they're not nearly as bad as this person. Um, this lady's name is Julie Rinke. Okay? Julie Rinke is a squatter in the Hamptons. Now, that's got to be a tough life to be a squatter in the fucking Hamptons. But she's, she's a squatter up there, and she has trashed her rental home and is now abusing the pandemic-related eviction ban to overstay her welcome. 
Now, what makes her a real piece of shit is that the landlord is not only elderly, but an elderly Holocaust survivor. Gina Marcon, the owner of the Hampton Bays home, flew in from Israel last month expecting to spend the summer at a spot short walk from Shinnecock Bay. But her lawyer and her allege that Julie Rinke has refused to clear out. Her attorney says Gina's in a really bad spot who late last month filed a suit in Suffolk County Court to uh, seeking rents to ouster as well as damages. She traveled all the way from Israel to spend the summer in her home, and she has a tenant who won't vacate. My tenant, who is also a real estate agent, refuses to leave in spite of the fact that she only has seasonal lease and is not protected by the hardship application she filed. Rinky, a Century 21 real estate agent, claimed that the financial hardship due to COVID uh, in a bid to stay in the home, which she first moved into in July 2020. No, no, it was, it was a seasonal rental. That the, It's a seasonal rental, honey. This isn't a home that you buy. You, you rent this for the, the season. And then you shit it all up and you got trash and shit all over the place. I mean, this is a dumpy-looking place for the Hamptons, and it still costs over $700,000. The Julia lady is a real estate agent as well. That's why she's trying to do this. Is it the, She's trying to... This is a battle of real estate agent dicks. Well, I've got it my way, and this other lady, the owner of the house, well, it's, it's, it's actually this way. And the owner of the house is right. I feel bad for this old lady. She ain't got a place to stay, and this is her house. Well, you know what? I'd fucking bust in there with a gun, shoot the bitch. She said, look, look, that's my house. I'm protecting my property. Can I do that? Can I, like, kick the door in? Because they're, they're, they're past their lease. Oh, these squatters and all these fucking people. And this is, you know what? I'm not going to do it now because we're near the end of the show and it's Friday and I want to end on good shit. This is what's wrong with the country. This is what's fucking wrong with the country. I didn't do the story today, but let me just tell you real quick. There are more jobs now than Americans in this country. And nobody's filling them. Why? Because the government keeps giving you free money. It ain't free, motherfuckers. Do you know what's going to happen if they can't fill those jobs? Well, less people are going to have to do them, so they're going to have to pay them more, which means the, pr- the price of your shit is going to go through the roof even more. But, hey, you, en- you enjoy that, that extra money the government's giving you every month. I'm so sorry that you've had it hard, that nobody could work. Now everybody can work, and you don't want to. Piss poor. Piss poor, America. Piss poor. And that opens the door to these asshole squatters like this. Those are those kind of people. 
Now, this next story, our final story, it, I guess, you, you know what, we kind of got to, I think we got to, you make the call here, but uh, I don't know where it is now. I lost it. Now, where that is, okay, how about that? Crickets, no, 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 come on, good one. Drops, no, salmon drops, no. Uh-huh. Huh. Let's see. No, that ain't it. Okay, well, you get to make the call anyway. I'll find it later. I'm tired of losing these things on here. Oh, wait. Daveco's calling. Daveco, what's up? Hey. Hey, buddy. It's your last story I wanted to call in. Just say have a good weekend. Oh, well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so very much. Did you know? That it's going to be 111 degrees today in Rockland. Is it really? Yeah. It's only going to be 92 here in Dallas. Is it going to be muggy, though? Uh, Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, it's not too bad. It, it, it's pretty nice. Got a little breeze going. Okay, well, your bread's going to get moldy faster. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, buddy. Well, I want you to have a good weekend. Great week of shows. Thank you, great my man. Week, great, great show today. So, All right, buddy. Things. All right, man. See ya. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Uh, all right. <laughs> you got to make the call. Is this racist or not? It, 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 in our eyes. It happened at a basketball game in Southern California. The mayor of the city, Coronado Mayor Richard Bailey, said the school board statement condemning the act is labeling it racist, classism, colorist, was premature as an investigation. It's not even launched yet. Mayor added that California Interscholastic decision to strip the team of the championship is also a rush to judgment. So there's a big difference between unsportsmanlike conduct that is racially insensitive and a racially motivated act. These are the same student-athletes that nominated two players on their team who were players that just happened to be black and happened to be half black, half Hispanic to represent them as their team captains. Well, you're asking what happened? Well, Coronado High School was taking on Orange Glen High School. There was an altercation when players from Orange Glen and students from Orange Glen uh, were pelted with tortillas. Orange Glen School is predominantly Latin American. Now, a student has admitted to bringing the tortillas to the game and argued there was no racial intent, brah. I was trying to mimic a tradition at UC Santa Barbara had done at some of their sporting events. Now, I... <laughs> no, no, it's not. Stop it. You stop it, you sly young man, you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, I just wanted to be like UC Santa Barbara. Really? Really? 
Aren't they the slugs? <laughs> Threw tortillas at Mexican players. Now, first of all, let me just say, it's going to take fucking big-ass balls to do that. I, 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 I don't commend you for it. I'd let, let me watch my words here pretty quickly. I, I, I'll give you credit for having stones because you're going to throw tortillas. Uh, both these schools suck. They're in my hometown, San Diego. It's only racist if you throw menudo. Well, tortillas are soft, yet get distance. They're the perfect food to taunt with, no matter the race. Oh, man. What would have been funnier is if they threw beans. The bra at the end was perfection. Thank you. Slugs or Santa Cruz? Okay, my bad. My bad. That's UC Santa Cruz, the banana slugs. I'm sorry. The UC Santa Barbara what? Insurance salesman? You weren't trying to do anything that, look, look, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Yeah, this, let me put it this way. This is something that my high school class would have done. That should tell you all you need to do. Oh, they're the gauchos. So I understand the tortillas there. Yeah, not at this game. It's only racist if you throw all the ingredients for a delicious street taco and, and then demand they make you some. That's racist. <laughs> I remember I got in trouble at a basketball game once. South Garland against uh, Garland High School. Yeah, was it my junior or senior? I don't remember. I was drinking at the time. And... uh it was my junior year because this guy was a senior and he was a buddy of mine, my buddy Shay. It's a white kid who could just shoot lights out, threes, right? And a kid from Garland gets a breakaway and Shay just goes out after him. Shay's hustling, playing defense, and just takes his legs out from underneath him. This kid hits the fucking court. Boom. As soon as he hit the court, I jumped up. And, and I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. The entire student body rose behind me, and we counted the kid out to 10. And I did even the whole knockout sign, the, the, the no good, you know, kick sign. I even did that. How do I know? I watched it on videotape in the principal's office the next day. Now, I was being yelled at for something completely different, though, something that I didn't do. You see, some kids that were sitting up higher in the bleachers, it, it, at Texas basketball games, there's not much of a halftime show. So you get the drill team, and they come out there, and they do their thing. They do their little dance routine. And, uh, well, you only, you only did it at home games. Yeah, sure enough, we're at Garland for this game. And the drill team, they walk out, and they start to get pelted with pennies because, well, we thought they were cheap whores. Now, did we yell cheap whores? Maybe not. I'm not sure, though. But I had nothing to do with the actual throwing of coins. 
But yeah, yeah, they they asked. Yeah, I, I got licks for. It. I got I got I got three paddles for that, for the standing up and leading the count of ten out. And they're asking me, and 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 this is how stupid I was even then, and even today, I brag about it. But I, a kid gets knocked out on a basketball court, and I count him out, and I think it's funny. There's obviously something wrong with my brain. And when they asked me about it, I I didn't lie. I was like, yeah, I did that. I did it, yeah. You know how terrible this is? And then they played it for me, and I was like, I wanted to start laughing when they played it for me. I couldn't do that because I, I know I'd have gotten more in trouble for that. But, yeah. So this act of, of throwing the tortillas at the Mexican team, bravo. Bravo, but not, not in this day and age. 15, 20 years ago, absolutely, you could have totally gotten away with it. Today, oh, fuck no. You cannot get away with that shit. All right, here we go, ass family. Are we ready? Are we ready to wrap things up for this? Yes! It is that time for Celebrity Hothead Mount Rushmore. What a day it's been to get Snoop Dogg, Dave Chappelle, Willie Nelson, Cheech and Chong all in the same place, ready to go to get their faces etched into a mountain. The Mount Rushmore of Potheads. Let's get it on! Yes, yes, Mills, let's get it on, my friend. Our first matchup. There we go. Boy, this is this, uh, not an easy way to start, but hey, we got to start it with this one. Here we go. Snoop Dogg. Calvin Brodus, if you will. Rapper, actor, pitchman, extraordinaire, taking on comedian, slash actor, slash father, slash, I don't know, anything else, Dave Chappelle. Snoop Dogg versus Dave Chappelle. Ask family who you got. It's close. It's closer than I thought, but the one and only Snoop D-O-double-G is your mover honor. There you go. Snoop Dogg moves on. And now the matchup. Oh, I'm dreading this one. This one's going to be tough. Ask family. Simply have the question. Willie Nelson, modern-day troubadour, legend of the marijuana, taking on Cheech and Chong. 
Cheech and Chong, who did it big in the 70s and the 80s, went away in the 90s and 2000s. Willie's never gone away. But I ask you, Willie or Cheech and Chong, who you got? Jen did it. She put it out of reach. She put it out of reach. Cheech and Chong, move on. Willie fought for dear life. But the red-headed stranger just couldn't take it anymore. So here we go as family. In our final matchup to see who the face of the Mount Rushmore of potheads are. Will it be Snoop? Dog, or will it be Cheech and Chong? Ask family, who ya got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get to. Together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. Ain't a phony on my cellular. Bananular phone. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, the winner and the face of the Mount Rushmore of Potheads is Snoop Dog. Snoop Dogg is your winner. Wow. What an awesome, awesome Mount Rushmore that was today. Monday, we will have porn stars. And if you guys have any ideas this weekend, please email them in to me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Send them to me. You can text me at 775-357-FANS. And uh, until then, remember, it's the weekend, people. So if you're going to go out and party, have yourselves a good time. Get yourselves an Uber, a Lyft. Yeah, get, just get home, all right? Because you don't want to miss Monday's show. And remember that every room you walk in is better because you're in there. So until Monday, adios, everybody. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way. Uh, neener, neener.
Y'all can't get the coconut cream ice cream that Bluebell has? Yeah, I'm going to name my next dog after that shit. That's how good that stuff is. Adios. I was there in my trailer down at the job site the day that this stranger walked in. His face looked so sad and he carried a set of blueprints. And as I unrolled them, the first thing I noticed was there were no doors in the plans. He said, if you build this for me, then when she comes back, she'll never be able to leave me again. Just be a prison that I locked you in If you couldn't leave You'd never know if there was someone that loved you The way that she didn't before There's two things that I know for sure It's that you can't make a woman feel something she don't and you can't build a house with no doors All the while he was quiet I could tell he was thinking I thought I'd just ruin his day I just couldn't bear to see This man's last hope slip away so I thought real fast And I started talking Said, buddy, we've tried this before And if there ain't one, she'll make one Either way, she'll run And leave you a house with a hole for a door I said, if I didn't, she That you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors No, you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking.
Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.